All right. What's going on, chat? Thank you so much for joining us here today. Good to have you with us. My, uh, my name is Henrik, and this is Red Ice TV. Uh, we're doing No Go Zone here today. I think it's episode, what are we now? 38, I think, uh, here today. Hope you're doing well. Uh, a little bit uh, behind the weather today, I think. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, I wanted to come on with you guys and share some of the latest uh, research that I've been doing into the frightening new technology that we have storming through uh, actually, it's going fairly unnoticed, which is interesting, which, of course, is even more reason why we need to bring attention to it. I do have some other stories later on in the show. I want to cover some updates on uh, the coronavirus, new lockdowns, proposals, uh, new strains and things like that, some some craziness that's happening. Uh, but I wanted to basically pick up kind of where we left off last time and highlight some of these the, the bullshit uh, technologies that are coming in. Uh, radar, you know, it, it sounds old school. So what do you radar? That's like dumb, but it's actually... Very tiny uh, chips that they're producing right now. The latest iPhone and I think Google Pixel, uh, whatever they're at, 4 or whatever. Uh, those are installed with these uh, chips now that can send pulse radar and things like that. And it can know not only exactly where you are, which position you're lying in, which direction you're facing. We're talking about accuracy down to like two millimeters. They can hone in depending on different how they how they kind of trim the frequencies they can hone in on different aspects of your organs they can measure your uh heartbeat rate your uh, uh your respiration uh there's other devices where they can measure your emotional state uh we're also going to highlight today uh, how they're now beginning to decode the synapse uh, signals of the brain which means that they can read your mind uh remotely this is some incredible stuff that we're going to look at today so we're going to run through some of those uh, videos that I have for you guys, and uh, we'll watch those together. New developments. There's an Israeli company, uh, Viar. We'll take a look at some of their promotional videos. They also basically have a kind of a radar. Actually, it's ultra-wide broadband, uh, UWB, that they're developing. And uh, you can imagine, of course, uh, Tel Aviv have some of the most high-tech research and development uh, offices of anywhere in the world right now. Uh, all the big mega com corporations... Uh, are tied into Israel in some capacity. And so it's very important to see what they're doing. Basically, the the summation uh, we can give you here in the beginning is basically they will know everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. Your thoughts, your your state of your physio, physio, physiological, your, your body, your entity, what you're doing, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, uh, so this is this is creepy stuff, right? So we'll, we'll we'll get into that here. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you to everybody if you're joining us uh, live. I do appreciate it. A couple of ways, of course, uh, as usual, that you can uh, join in today if you feel so inclined. Uh, EntropyStream.live forward slash Red Ice TV. Great way of supporting us as well. Uh, we'll have that open here during the show. And of course, we also do super chats over on DLive. Uh, DLive.tv forward slash Red Ice TV. Uh, so a couple came in. We'll do those, and then we kind of dive into some of the topics here. Uh, a couple of other announcements. We also have a uh, Beyond Flashback Friday, of course, coming up Friday. We have a uh, Red Ice uh, Yule stream uh, that we're doing on Monday the 21st. We've started to uh, fill up the slots right there. A lot of good people will be joining us. We'll be going from about 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern. That is, what is that, 10 o'clock Central European time uh, to about 8 p.m. Eastern, which is, what, about 2 a.m., I think, Uh Eastern European, uh, uh, Central European time, rather. Uh, so definitely watch uh, watch us then. That will be one of the last streams that we do here in this setup. Uh, then we'll start uh, packing up some stuff. We're going to take a little break over uh, over Christmas, New Year's into January, 
uh, and we'll see when we get to go in again. A lot of things we need to do and tend to, of course, uh, but definitely don't miss us uh, for that uh, Yule stream. Uh, also going to be actually a little bit of a kind of a promotional uh, stream for getting people back and resubbed, uh, resubscribed into uh, our members' website since, uh, as you might know, depending on if you're j just joining us or a newcomer or whatnot, uh, we're being continuously deplatformed from payment processors and uh, clearing houses and things like that. It's uh, kind of a blacklist high up in the banking establishment uh, that is basically uh, dropping red ice like a hot potato every time they see the, the word and they or the, the name. Uh, they don't have to give us an, an, a reason. They do not give us a reason. Very rare, rarely do any of these companies do. We've tried, um, I don't know, countless, 20, 30, 40, I, I don't know. Uh, so we'll see. We're, we're trying to get you guys back in member side because we've lost our recurring subscription. So uh, over at RedIceMembers.com, as of right now, we do have a couple of methods though to sign up, which is using uh, Entropy Stream, of course, the Cash app. You can also use Subscribe Star, which is kind of the primary method uh, really that we're pushing right now. That's a great way. Uh, eventually, we're going to get an API with Subscribe Star as well. So it should be instant access when you sign up using Subscribe Star. But we're still working on that. Uh, a couple of changes too, by the way, I can show you guys on the members websites uh, as of right now. Um, the new menu. We're doing some fine uh, updates, of course. We have a really cool guy helping us out with that. Uh, I definitely need the the coding help. I do know some HTML, but I definitely need some of the coding help. Uh, but anyway, um, new new uh, show categories for you guys over there. So now you can actually go straight into if you want to watch No Go Zone, Flashback Friday. If you want to check out Lana's videos, uh, or of course the interviews have been there before. Everything else basically is under Red Ice TV live streams and uh, you know other kind of you know one-off live streams and stuff like that and then we also have discontinued shows which is our prior contributors and stuff like that that uh, you can uh, tune in and check check out as well uh still six uh, of those different shows in there so you can click in there and then you can hover over the menu again and you get the the actual names of those or the latest entries down below uh then you can go back to the red eyes shows on the front if you want so that's cool a lot of other things coming as well updates comments uh rss feeds we have a lot of things in the works that we're working on uh, i'm not saying that they will be rolled out tomorrow uh but we'll uh, we're doing it in due time so thank you for your patience staying with us there and thank you again uh to everyone joining us over at redicemembers.com either now for the live stream or later on in the archives uh, because it does help us tremendously thank you everybody uh okay let me do a couple of these d lives real quick oh i wanted to show this too before i forgot uh so i got my uh <clears throat> my uh my uh, copy here of Time Magazine. Let me go full. What am I doing here? Time Time Magazine. We show this in. Was it the? Uh, was it the? Uh, was it Flashback Friday? Maybe it was the No Goes In. I forget. Right. Time Person of the Year. Right. And it's interesting to see that you know Kabbalah Harris is kind of in the shadows there too. Right. Like in waiting. It's still like it's one person. It's one person. Otherwise, it would be Persons of the Year. Right. So it, they, they're dealing this like it's one person. Because maybe this guy will will disappear, <laughs> and then this one will take over. I don't know. And then, of course, if you open even even cringier, if you open the cover, time. What is this? Scientist? No, guardian. Guardian of the year, folks. Check that out. <laughs> Anthony Fauci, guardian of the year. Holy smokes! I get this uh, this magazine. I don't, I'm not subscribing to it personally. I get that still because <clears throat> dumbass didn't change his address. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, let me do a couple of these D-Live chats real quick here. I do appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everyone, again, for tuning in. If you're just uh, joining us, uh, going to dive into some of the new tech stuff here today. Again, 
Sir Chris Drake with the diamond. Thank you. Renunciate with a diamond as well. Thank you. No messages attached to those. Brad C with the diamond. Greetings, Red Eyes fam. Thank you, uh, sir. Good to see you here. Uh, Lord Aragon uh, is here, I see as well. Always good to see you. VCOG with a Ninja Gini. Thank you. He says, keep on fighting. Uh, keep fighting the good fight, Henrik. I love everything you guys do. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Thank you for that, Ninja Gini. Uh, another Ninja Gini from McCooley. Thank you. Appreciate that. Fieldbert Applebag also with a Ninja Gini. Thank you, sir. Uh, Bitcoin making record highs today. I saw that. That's great. Uh, have a have a shekel. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. So get into, get into crypto. Uh, that's, of course, another layer to this discussion that we need to have when it comes to uh, basically i i kind of connect it with the tech stuff too i have some thoughts about this of what's going on and why they're doing this and it's not only us of course but basically any kind of um, dissenting voices is being purged uh more or less in different capacities um i'm not sure if anybody's hit as hard as we are when it comes to payment pro obviously the what the uh the, the daily stormers, uh, the, the the TRSs maybe or something like that. I could be I could be wrong. I don't know how many they've tried and tested. Maybe they would still have some options. There are some other uh, others like that, of course, too. Uh, but eventually, I think there seems to be kind of a mass just purging of everything that lies lies outside of the norm, right? Uh, and it could be. I mean, might be extending it too far. But some of the tech we looked at last week here in the No Go Zone. And some of the stuff we'll be looking at today, too, when they connect that global brain, when they make you part of the Internet of Things, because that's where this is going, basically. The, the human entity will be a component inside of the Internet of Things, uh, you know, infrastructure that they're building up, basically. And when they do that, they will not be able to have any kind of, like, diff different different opinion, different minds that can, uh, who knows how that will work, right? But the goal that they're working on is basically to connect, to connect everything. Everything will be connected, like kind of an omniscient like entity that they're building. You know, AI will probably oversee that or something, but even the, hu the humans inside of that will be connected, right? You can know people's thoughts instantly. You can possess other people's, we looked at that last week. Uh, you can literally like, they could have technology now to possess another person's body, right? Shit like that. <clears throat> so the system that they're building, they can't have something which will like infect it with different opinions and different view. I, I don't know if that's what it's about, but sometimes I, I can't, I, it feels like it. You know, and, and that's for the better too, because I don't want to be part of it, right? Even with the, with the Vatican now, what was that called again? We covered it in the Weekend Warrior Show, uh, which you see right here, by the way. Check that out. Uh, for non-members, just know we do a great show every Sunday, Weekend Warrior. Uh, inclusive capitalism, right, uh, that's right, it's right in the title too. The Vatican, let me uh, pull up their website again, is, and we cover this kind of in detail, uh, or in more detail, uh, but inclusive capitalism was the name that the Vatican, they're teaming up with the, uh, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, Ford Foundation. Here's the website and stuff like that, too. This is related to all the tech that's coming. This is related to the global brain. This is the, related to the homogenization of everything uh, that we're seeing right now. And, of course, their tagline is making the world fairer, more inclusive and sustainable. Right? But when, they're, when this is said and done, right, uh, the, it will be a system based on exclusivity. It will be an exclusive thing. It will be those who are not welcomed in the system will not be part of it. And that includes this new tech that we'll look at today here. 
Mastercard, DuPont, Salesforce, Alliance, the United Nations, um, Merck, Johnson & Johnson, Visa, again, those all these banking families, right? BP, uh, Bank of America, State Street, Lynn Forrest, the Rothschild, right? Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation. Let me see where this is going. Inclusive capitalism. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, I didn't mean to talk about this, but that's uh, that's how it goes. Uh, so, yes, to go back to Philbert Applebag's uh, point there with that Ninja Guinea, and thank you for that again, Philbert, uh, is get into crypto. I don't care what you think it will be. You know, it, it's, the, it's the banking system. You, you sure, if you get like Ripple or something, XRP and, and some other ones too, like Chainlink maybe, that's like fa Facebook people and Google people that are involved in that. Still, you could still probably make money on that. After building this beast system, this system of, of uh, this demon that's going to incarnate it, into it one day, uh, make some money on it then. Because this shit will crash one day. Maybe it's not going to be soon, but it's going to be later. We're going to have the last laugh. Bet your, bet your ass on that. But Bitcoin, get into Bitcoin. Uh, not, 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 not right now, it's all-time high, but I'm saying when the next crash occurs, when everyone's selling, and oh my god, it's crashing, get out. Buy, that, buy in, buy in at that point. Uh, we don't know how much it's going to make. But yeah, thank you, Philbert. Appreciate that. Sign Wolf with a Ninja Gini. Uh, the Tel Aviv mob will get a shock when they find out what I'm thinking about them. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, they, they can't. See, they can't have any, any of that. You can't have any infectious, uh, different thoughts flying around in the global brain. Uh, Draconian Gip of Death with a diamond says a bit of non-invasive uh, digital rape. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, thank you, Ver Varangian with the diamond. Howdy, gents. Howdy to you, Varangian. Good to see you. Draconian Gip of Death again with the diamond. Time picture, two-faced beast with M as the horns. Yeah, they, 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 they do that. If you've seen, there's another picture right now of Biden flying around, right? Where he has these, it's the wings of the eagle that's like poking up right behind his ears. So it's look, he basically looks like one of those, like uh, like an orc or something. It's kind of an interesting image flying around. But usually many times I've used that M uh, for that purpose on the Time magazine covers. That's absolutely right. Um, Daredevil's Advocate, Diamond, thank you. Renounce yet with another Diamond says digital uh, currencies are too easy to take away. Uh, no, they are. Uh, you, that's why you can't have any digital currency. Uh, you'll have to have a currency that... Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm still personally a believer in, in, in Bitcoin. I know some people favor like BSV and some people Bitcoin Cash and all that stuff. And, and some favor even more Monero and stuff. But don't get their digital currencies. Don't, don't get into Libra, Facebook and stuff like that. And don't get into... I mean, the Federal Reserve right now is looking into getting a, basically a digital-backed uh, cryptocurrency a dollar-based digital cryptocurrency, right? Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, those that do have a ledger that uh, that's kind of out... that was set up before the, all these power players got into it. Uh, but I know some people you'll never be able, to, be able to convince. I think there's a huge use case for it, though, in the future because of the very reasons of what we're seeing right now. Uh, so that's why, I'm, that's why I'm saying it. And I think you can make money on it, too, by the way. Uh, don't put in your savings or anything like that. Obviously, there's not financial like advice of what you should do. But uh, what you have to spare when when there's a crash, head on in with a little bit and see where see where it goes, see where it takes you. Uh, Mr. Wright with uh, one, two, three, four diamonds. Thank you. Followed with the uh, with the ninja guinea from Mr. Wright. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, I think that's a is that a sun a little uh, emoticon there. Uh, we are coming up up on the winter solstice here on the twenty first. Uh, hope you're in the Christmas spirit, by the way. 
Uh, I am certainly not, although we did get some snow around here uh, today, and it did help. Uh, D. Buscemi with the diamond. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Wright celebrating a 12-month substreak. Holy smokes. Thank you, Mr. Wright. I appreciate that. That is very kind of you. Uh, Lord Aragon gifts five one-month subs to, uh, that's Marvin Delencio. Ass, ass to ass. Great username, man. Varangian, Iron Will, and Hunley. Uh, thank you. Molar Bear. The diamond says, how soon uh, is the PO box changing? Send a gift. Um... Uh, there's still time, depending on where you're sending from. Maybe uh, later in January or something like that. Uh, I would assume that it's shifting. So there's still, there's still some time, depending on how far away you're sending from. U.S., definitely there's time. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Brad C. with the diamond. Good you, Henrik, from uh, the former 41 BMC. Uh, Brad C. Okay, there you go. Name change. Good to know. Good you. Uh, Merry Christmas uh, to you as well, sir. Uh, okay, so let's dive into this here, gents, ladies and gents. First thing we're going to begin with uh, is to look at something called the human machine interface, uh, which is using this radar technology that we talked about. It's from a company called Infineon. Now they're working together with Google, uh, of course, to develop these kinds of projects. We have a bunch of videos uh, from Infineon to look at first out of the gates. Then we're getting to Wi-Fi Doppler imaging. This is stuff that exists already on on. If your router, for example, have 5G, 5G on it already, that this kind of many of the routers have these kinds of chips in them, and they can use this technology that we'll, we'll look at. Uh, we're also going to look at Facebook, how they're developing basically how to read your, your mind, right? how to read your brain. Uh, it's one of the DARPA's former heads, Regina Dugan. I've mentioned her a couple of times. Very interesting. But anyway, let's check out. The, so some of these are like the fluffy commercial. This is like the promotional video of how they want to sell this to you kind of stuff. But it's good to see kind of how they're pitching this and how they're selling it, right? So anyway, here we, uh, here we go. Radar sensing revolutionizes the way we interact with the world. Your presence and movements become natural interfaces. Intuitive sensing. Touchless interaction. Radar sees through glass, plastics, and wood. It can also track human presence and moving objects. By sensing sub-millimeter motions, radar can even detect vital signs. Our sensitive radar sensors enable things to see. Part of your life, part of tomorrow. Part of your life. That's right. Whether you whether you like it or not, this will be part of your life. Uh, that's how they're pitching this, right? Is uh, another one. So Project Solely. This is Google working together. Some of the ads later we look at mentions the taglines they have is like uh, second nature and shit like that, right? They're they're, they're basically whether you believe like in a creator or creators or gods or one god or or that somehow there's kind of a uh, animism or that there's some kind of spirit in nature that that knows things, it sees things, it guides things, it's it's maybe not intelligent or, or conscious even the, in the way that we think of it, but that there, there is something there, right? These people are basically trying to not hijack that, but they're trying to subvert that. They're trying to put themselves in between that and, and if nothing else, become 
that, right? Become this essentially a god force, right? That we end up relying on uh, for everything. That now this connects to the medical industry, some of the crazy shit that they have regarding extending your lifespan, your longevity, uh, you know, meddling with all kinds of stuff in your body and stuff like that. You know, fixing everything with like nanobots and they're creating synthetic life and living robots and all that kind of stuff. And we'll look at some of that in in a later show. This, of course, will be one of the latest. Uh, last no-go zones we do before the the break that we have over Christmas and New Year's here. Uh, but I'll pick up this right as we begin again uh, on the other side kind of thing. But anyway, so check out this. It's a project solely uh, Google. My name is Ivan Pubarev, and I work for Advanced Technology and Projects Group at Google. The hand is the ultimate input device. It's extremely precise, it's extremely fast, and it's very natural for us to use it, right? Capturing the possibilities of human hand was one of my passions. How can we take this incredible capability, finesse some hand of human here, actions, and finesse of, of using our hand, but apply it to the virtual world? We use radio frequency spectrum, which is radars, to track human hand. The radars has been used for many different things, to track cars, big objects, satellites and planes. We're using them to track micro motions, twitches of human hands, and then use that to interact with wearables and Internet of Things and other computing devices. Our team is focused on taking radar hardware and turning it into a gesture sensor. Radar is a technology which transmits a radio wave towards a target, and then the receiver of the radar intercepts the reflected energy from that target. The reason why we're able to interpret so much from this one radar signal is because of the full gesture recognition pipeline that we've built. The various stages of this pipeline are designed to extract specific gesture information from this one radar signal that we receive at a high frame rate. From these strange foreign range Doppler signals, we're actually interpreting human intent. Yep. They know it before you Radar can do it. Radar has some unique properties when compared to cameras, for example. It has very high positional accuracy, which means that you can sense the tiniest motions. We arrived at this idea of virtual tools because we recognize that there's certain archetypes of controls, like a volume knob or a, a physical slider, volume slider. Imagine a button between your thumb and your index finger and uh, the button's not there, but pressing this is a very clear action and there's a natural physical haptic feedback that occurs as you perform that action. Remember the hand that. Haptic feedback. can both embody that virtual tool and it can also be you know, acting on that virtual tool at the same time. So if we can recognize that action, we, we have an interesting direction for interacting with technology. So when we started this project, you know, me and my team, we looked at, uh, at the project idea and we thought, are we going to make it or not? Eh, we don't know, but we have to do it. Because unless you do it, you, never, you don't know. And what I think I'm most proud of about our project is we have pushed the processing power of the electronics itself further out to do the sensing part for us. The radar has a properties which no other technology has. It can work through materials, can embed it into the objects. It allows us to track really precise motions. And what is most exciting about it is that you can shrink the entire radar and put in a tiny chip. That's what makes this approach so promising. It's extremely reliable. There's nothing to break. 
There's no moving parts, there's no lenses, there's nothing, just a piece of sand on your board. Now we're at a point where we have the hardware where we can sense these interactions and we can put them to work. We can explore how well they work and how well they might work in products. Blows your mind usually when you see things people do. That's what I'm really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to releasing this to the development community. And I really want them to be excited and motivated to do something cool with it, right? All right, so that's uh, Infinite, Google ATAP. I believe, was it Regina Dugan too? We'll look at her later. I think she was part of this, uh, the Advanced Technology Something Something Project. That's what I think that stands for. It's basically DARPA, bust, but for Google. Uh, but then they end up working together and shit like that too. But yeah, so they can read this by just measuring your, you know, your, you, you know, the stuff which you've seen when they put on like motion capture, like, you know, for, for movies or something, you know, you still have an actor that's jumping around and shit like that. Um, or you put on a VR he headset helmet and like all this, forget all that. All that shit is completely outdated, completely useless. They just, they, they use technologies to scan you from a distance, right? They have these chips and they can see down to two, you know, two millimeter. This will get more granular as they as they continue to develop this stuff. But so that's how you can like you know move your fingers like this, and the chip you know sends up enough. Uh, whether whether this was you know radar, whatever the free frequency range that they use, and he bounces back at the chip and he measures like everything. It see it basically sees everything. It's not physically like or visually seeing it, but it's reading everything, right? Um, so I want to look at that. Uh, Infineon Technologies for a little bit too. That's kind of interesting. Uh, first time I've heard about them. They have a couple of videos on their website. I thought we could take a look at too. Uh, they're working with Google. That's a it's a 60 gigahertz radar chip, and it enables things to see and revolutionize the human machine interface. Uh, says here since first promoting our breakthrough Zensive or Xensive, however you pronounce that. 60 gigahertz radar chip back in 2016 at Google I.O. We have been jointly working with Google to make our bold vision a reality. In other words, to revolutionize the human-machine interface of tomorrow. Google's Soli project uses radar to enable new types of intuitive interactions. Have a look and see what radar is capable of. So, we'll look at some of these videos here in a moment, but... I mentioned the VR stuff, the virtual, you know, reality and basically where where they want us in the future, what, you know, with things like coronavirus and other things, dangers out there in the real world, they're basically trying to keep us locked inside in, you know, in a, in a pod, basically. That's where, where you spend your life, right? But you will be, you'll be seeing and, and visiting amazing places just virtually, right? And this is how you'll interact with that world. You will actually be, whether you're standing up or sitting down, whatever, but when you move, you move in the world, right? You still, you, but you don't have to have clunky shit on you or anything like that. And they've managed now to intercept basically your, uh, your synaptic signals, right? So they can actually project or beam virtually. You don't need the headset anymore. That's what people don't understand. Um, so they're developing this right now, right? Uh, let me see here. I wanted to, yeah, he's, ta he's talking about how their uh, Google Pixel 4 uh, the smartphone is already equipped with this chip, so whether you want this to be the case or not, it's not going to be that they have to install all these new things. I'm sure they will. You know, they you can you can talk about 5G and shit like that, but there's so many other uh, ranges of the of the spectrum that they'll you know install new devices on. But if everybody has a has a smartphone with this chip in it, 
that's basically all you need right there. You can, you, or a Wi-Fi router, that's all, the Internet of Things will have these kinds of chips in everything. It'll get smaller and smaller, more detailed and all that stuff, right? Uh, let me see which one was it. Uh, yeah, what's uh, what is Google's stake in the project? Let's take a look at this. This is still project uh, solely here uh, in Finion. This corporate music too is just oh. God. So that's just a little a little little teaser there for you, right? What they're doing, working on. Let me exit out of that. And they're I'm gonna play a couple of more videos on this website here. How Zensis radar sensors enable mobile devices to to see they have, right? So they and I still hear, hear this stuff with like, well, privacy, right? You don't have to have any privacy concerns because we don't use cameras. We there's no cam there's no optic input anywhere. There's no cameras and stuff. So basically it's fine. But we can scan you with a radar down to two millimeter size, and we can put different we can modulate and, and or uh, model different layers on you. We can check your bones. We can check your musculature. You can like tweak tweak the different frequencies to, to to like hone in whether it's different tissue organs or whether it's different you know part of your body or your musculature, your bones, your skin, all that stuff. They map it. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's listen to this here. Oh, here we go. It says for the very first time we can now see a radar chip in smartphone, namely Google Pixel 4. In a nutshell, how was the, the journey, journey made? With Google was an amazing experience, so starting with uh, jointly creating the greater vision of using radar technology being shrinked on the size uh, of a fingernail or even smaller uh, as a kind of a new way of interacting in between human beings and any kind of electronics. Going through the four to five years joint development and now deploying this device first time ever in the Google Pixel 4, I think that has been an amazing story and was a very nice experience, I think, for both the parties regarding uh, the power of joint innovation. It makes it so special that the chip uh, has reached a size which is five times six square millimeter. Thus, it can be used and built into each and every consumer electronics. And device. it already is now. It it's is coming now, being rolled out. Consuming so less than five milliwatt in its duty cycle. And the other topic is it can create a 360 degree look in a hemisphere around the device and measure accurate <coughs> miniaturistic gestures at the distance of one and a half meters. And that's being smaller, smaller, down to two millimeters now. Part of your life, part of tomorrow. Infineon, right? <laughs> All right, let me do a couple of these. We have much more to show here, guys. Uh, we're just getting started here. Philbert Applebag with the diamond says, I'm learning how to hack and attack smart meters. Good for you, sir. Uh, stay careful out there. This uh, smart meters is some crazy shit. We've talked about that in the past. And that was deployed, and now it's everywhere, right? Uh, white is mighty with a diamond just because we can doesn't mean we should. Yes, but every show me one time, and I'm not arguing with you, but I'm saying show me one time 
throughout human history anywhere where if we could do something or thought we could do it, we didn't do it. Is, is, there, is there anything like that? I, I think every time, every time there's a prospect of us being able to develop something or moving a certain direction, we, uh, we can. And we do, right? Uh, anyway, Mr. Nilsberg or Mr. Ninjaberg, uh, resub for one month. Thank you for that, sir. He's on a 17-month substreak. Holy smokes. Thank you, Mr. Nilsberg. Uh, really appreciate it. Very kind of you. V Cog with a diamond says, please stop this. Right, I want to get off now. <laughs> we haven't even gotten started, man. Uh, Draconian Gip of Death, but I, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I just, just want to bail out from this sometimes. Comet when, please. We get this. Draconian Gip of Death with a diamond. We can finally join with the gay boy band in sync. There you go. <laughs> uh, Futhark with a diamond. Thank you. Philbert Applebag with another diamond says, but can the radar detect a yarmulke? Uh, you, you probably. I mean, I think so. I would. I would. Would assume they can hone in on different, uh, uh, different. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, fab. Like a fabric has a specific return frequency and stuff like that, right? You can detect shape of of most obscure things. I would assume cotton or maybe they're made of something uh, synthetic. Who knows? Philbert uh, Apple Bag with a, another diamond says uh, you can use Linux on a phone with Ubuntu Touch. Uh, which phone is that? So is that Android or, or who? I would assume it's Android because the, the iPhone is just, I mean, they're, they're unbearable. I would assume it's uh, Android, but, t but let me know. You can just put it in the regular chat, uh, Philbert. Uh, let me know what phone because uh, I'd be interested in uh, checking that out. Ubuntu Touch. Never heard of it. Good stuff. Thank you. Uh, okay, check out this uh, video here too. Radar enables many new uh, use cases in your smart home, right? It's building the, the smart home now. Uh, that's what's happening. Uh, imagine a smart home where your device can sense you and act accordingly. Think about speakers that always know what room you're in, lights that can automatically turn on when you enter a room and turn off again when you leave, devices that activate you as you approach. Infineon's highly accurate radar-based presence detection solution enables all of this and more. Our intuitive sensing products allow smart devices to detect whether someone is within the field of view and to intuitively interact with that uh, person. Uh, so here's more about the radar and how that works. Imagine a smart home assistant that is just waiting for you to open the door. It instantly knows that it's you and immediately adjusts lighting and heating to your comfort settings. Your smart assistant follows your movements, opening doors as if by magic, adjusting the lighting as you go. It's like magic. And handing over from one speaker to the next. Presence detection solutions based on sensitive radar sensors from Infineon turn your home into a smart home. They even know when you want a coffee. <laughs> No need to wave your arms, authenticate oh yourself, or use yeah, a how about that? How key. about that, boys and girls? You do not even have to wave your arm. That's where we're at right now. It's, the, it's creating a, a strong, a strong human in the new, the new era that we're entering into here. You don't even have to wave your... It knows before you do that you want a coffee. A amazing. Keyword with Xensive. Your smart speaker knows it's you, responds to micro-movements, and executes your every wish. Put on the jazz. Screens light up as you approach. Say goodbye to always-on displays. Automatically turning off again as you walk away. 
extensive sensor solutions fit seamlessly into your lifestyle. Constantly scanning your environment so they can see, hear, and sense what you do. They convert all this data from the real to the digital world. And can even predict your next move. Almost with the skill and intuitive sensing capability of a human. Oh, see, did you see that they got, <laughs> he caught the, the olive oil. <laughs> well, I, I'm getting this tomorrow. That makes life easier, safer, and more convenient with technology that has safer. become second nature. There it is, second. With, listen to that tagline right there. Makes life easier, safer, and more convenient with technology that has become second nature. Second nature. Infinian sense of sensors. Intuitive sensing solutions that link the real and the digital world. The, this is the the new man right here that's being uh, created, right? Um, oh God, there's just there's just so many fucking thoughts I have about this. Uh, the the you know the the more the more you rely on this technology, the and this is obvious. I'm not saying anything here, but like groundbreaking here but like it's just the the weaker and the, it's like anything right the more you stop using something it atrophies right and that that will then include not only your physical body right and i know that they think that they will have these well we'll just have these we'll inject these microbots nanobots in you and they will like uh rebuild the muscular fiber you you'll uh they'll uh extract and break down uh, fat cells and you, you you look like a greek god but you're like and you never move your body i know that they want all this shit i know that they're, they're gonna try to go for this right stem cells you live forever there will never be any issues you would just re uh remake reprint your organs and shit like that right uh and they'll do it with your own stem cells by the way too so your body won't push it out squeeze it out right so they're, they're turning themselves into gods everything will be like magic around them and apparently I don't know if this is true, but apparently the ultra-wide broadband and some of these other, maybe including radar, we have to get into the nitty-gritty of the radio frequencies, or the frequencies, rather, that they do use to see what effect it has on the human body, because we know that Wi-Fi, for example, is not good, right? 2.57 uh, megahertz, I'm sorry, gigahertz, um, that is the same that your microwave operates on. So basically, depending on your proximity, that's that's part of it too, how close are you to the actual uh, emitter of the, of the frequencies and stuff like that, but... That's why even in the fine print of like an iPhone and stuff like that, it says you're supposed to hold a phone like an inch, I think it's an inch and a half or something away from your ear. The closer you get and if you ride up against it, you basically cook, you know, cook your brain and shit like that, right? So it's, it's bad frequencies, but apparently as far as what we've heard so far is that the ultra-wide uh, broadband is not, they can choose the megahertz range, which is not... Um, messes with you. I, I, I still think that there's always consequences. Uh, so don't get me wrong, and I could be wrong on this, but I, I don't know. I think that there's a there's going to be a massive downside to just continuously just bathing in different frequencies all over, and it's measuring you and bouncing off everywhere. And like, sure, you don't feel anything, you don't see it, but imagine being a imagine being a light form that picks up those kinds of frequencies in the same way that you can't hear a dog whistle, but the dog goes nuts when it hears it, right? What if there's other types of life or microbes and shit that hear all that stuff? How does how's that sound or look to them? Would they just be like, to be just bathing in like just insane noise and or colors or something? I mean, who who knows, right? 
Uh, and now they're looking at expanding, by the way, the frequency range of our visual capability and audio, you know, audio capability as well, uh, which is just crazy. Uh, a little bit more here. Intuitive sensing. Uh, extensive sensors give things the human senses. That's right. So it's about supplanting, improving, uh, you, you tapping into using what you have and then turning it into a product and selling it back to you. And again, there's no talk of privacy issues weaved into this. Who's going to tap into this? I'm sure it'll be great one day when you can just hack into someone's frequencies. They can see absolutely everything about you, where you are, where you're located, what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. I'm sure that's, that's there's no problems with that whatsoever. So here's that other one about the human senses. More gay music, I hear. Slow there. We live in a world full of sensory impressions and experiences, sounds, and movements. Oh, a good. world where technology increasingly sees, hears, and senses the same things we do. Yeah, but look at that catchy music, though. becoming more intuitive, intelligent, and invisible as the lines between the real and digital world begin to blur. It's beginning to blur, folks. Moving into the 3D space where we control the things around us with nothing more than a gesture. Suddenly, devices seem to intuitively know what we want them to do. We no longer need to push buttons or use keywords to activate. And all of this technology integrates seamlessly into our modern lifestyles. Following our movements, scanning our environment, capturing real-world happenings and converting this data It's happening, folks. That makes life easier, safer, and greener. Infineon Xensive Sensors, intuitive sensing solutions that link the real and the digital world. I mean, how can you, how can you, with that catchy music, how can you, this is going to be so great. Uh, Trucker Chris with a diamonds of smart homes are prisons waiting to be activated. You're absolutely right, sir, because eventually they'll have that inter, inter in between face when you're like, oh my god, this is uh, everything's getting easier. I mean, what's happened so far with technology for mankind, right? It's, it's becoming more and more convoluted and complicated, and things things that were meant to save you time, as you've you know, as the same Fight Club, right? The things you own end up owning you. I mean, that, that's just true, right? But for a while, I think it could be this like. Maybe there will be some revolutionary, uh, you know, step uh, that happens overnight as this kind of shit is rolled out. And it feels not, not to me, don't get me wrong, I don't want this, but, but to people in general, uh, you know, to the, to the boomer mindset and all that stuff of a convenience. And this is, this is great. It's uh, everything is so much easier. Everything my house is helping me now and, and it's working for, I don't have to unstack the dishes. We'll have robots for that. I don't have to. You know, I don't have to manually masturbate anymore. We just used to patch in and, you know, all this bullshit, right? Uh, but at the end of that, they will have you tied to a pod somewhere, basically. Uh, I mean, mate, I mean, it's kind of cringe to say it, but like, look at, <laughs> look at like, look at Terminator all the way up to like the Matrix, right? And, and, and we, excuse me, it was a fly or something. Uh, we know what's coming. Uh, and even if that scenario is, not an organic one. I would assume that it would be those who do have the back end keys and, you know, 
entryways into an artificial intelligence that would program it to whoops it just it just ran amok on itself and he murdered all these humans he murdered millions of humans by building robots that that just slaughtered everybody except these people over here which had this little device on them that was the no 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 don't touch the people have this device or, or emit this frequency don't touch them right imagine when they hack into your brain to that cap capability where they can extract memories from you you know people have been talking about what was that called it was the uh uh, and I don't, I forget why, but the Mandela effect, is it Nelson Mandela that that comes from? But did you guys hear, anybody hear about that, Chad? The Mandela effect? People were arguing kind of like that all of a sudden there were certain things that either was in the memory pool or was not in the memory pool all of a sudden. Something that just showed up, there's no trace of it before and all of a sudden here it is. Or because of an impactful event that like that was taken out or inserted it changed the course of, of, of history, right? Some of the technology they're working on now is basically able to, to do that, uh, where they can extract. And again, that's why you can't have people who are, who know different, and maybe I'm not saying, that, I'm not saying there will be people that will be immune to this, but I'm sure there will be individuals that somehow are on the outside of this. Uh, maybe people are already kind of, you know, aware of certain things. And again, to use that matrix, matrix analogy, where the term comes from, are red pill. They they see some of this stuff. They see where this is going. Would it work as effectively on them? Maybe not. Maybe they would detect things. Maybe they would at, at least have a slight feeling that something is wrong. What has happened? But if you do any of these kinds of ma mass mind control operations, whatever you want to call it, by extracting memory, I know that that sounds like fanciful and sci-fi and just impossible. Uh, it really isn't. They're working on that right now. Uh, and they've been able to achieve it in military test subjects. And I'm sure the things that they do have in the black op, uh, de black ops development, uh, you know, facilities and the the deep underground bunkers somewhere, uh, working on super soldiers and all that shit. Remember the the clip that we even sh showed you in the last weekend warrior that we did, right at the end it was a leaked uh, CCP, uh, uh, you know, members list that had been leaked. But even the U.S. Uh, State Department were not recognizing that that the Chinese are doing biological enhancement on their own military personnel. They're doing this shit now. The super soldier, all that stuff. Like, that's what they're doing now. And part of that is to extract and, and insert memory. Right? Again, the Matrix analogy, you know, what, the, what you saw with that, like, they, they, they're jacking in, right? They, they have some spike they jam up into your, like, cerebral uh, cortex or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, or your brain stem. That's not how it's going to be. This, it's going to be done far, far away, outside. Who controls that frequency? Who, who, you know, what, what is that? How far, how far away can they do it? I don't know. Depends on the, on the range again. Ultra-wide broadband, you have to have fairly close, but it's a remarkable impact that it can have on you. While other technology, pulse radar, I believe it, you can have... I mean, you can literally have... And again, it sounds like crazy, you know, sci-fi kukri here, but you can literally have, like, weapons in space, right? And just, just beam down frequencies. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, Trucker Chris again with the diamonds says, 20 years from now, all appliances will be smart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're inserting the, it's the Internet of Things. Everything will be connected. Everything will know about everything else. Everything will everything will be all knowing. Haptic devices, uh, measures. Again, they don't even need sensor pads in the floor. You just have a radar uh, 
sensor mounted up in the ceiling on, on another device or on your Wi-Fi router. It notices your biometrical signature, how you walk, how you breathe, how you talk, you, you know, and that's it. That's all it needs. Oh, that's the guy. We got it right there. Unique biometrical identifying signature, you know, <laughs> execute to do whatever you need. Uh, White Rabbit Radio is hosting. Thank you for that, Tim. Good to see you. Looking forward to having you on, on uh, our uh, Yule stream on the 21st. Uh, make sure you check out White Rabbit Radio here on DLive. Conrad Curse with a diamond. Hope all is well, or all are well, rather. Uh, indeed, I hope everyone in chat having a good time. Looking forward to Christmas, di disconnecting from all some of this madness. VCOG with the diamond. Uh, smart home will know when, they f when uh, to feed you to the insects. There you go. Uh, that's right. Draconian Gift of Death with a diamond says, uh, bridging our realm will with the demonic realm via tech. Yeah, I mean, I think there's... I don't know, as I'm looking into some of this, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of falling back into that, like, we're dealing with something... We're dealing with something different here. It's... I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Archon thing is, is right on. Um, I don't know, it just, it just feels... Some of the forces right now, they're out, are just completely demonic, for the lack of a better term. Uh, I, I don't doubt it's draconian, to be honest. Uh, Conrad Curse with a diamond package uh, with gifts should have hit the P.O. box. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. We do have a couple of um, um, very nice and kind of Christmas cards that we're going to show on Flashback Friday. Uh, we'll go check the box again before that. But thank you to everyone sending stuff to the P.O. box. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, Celtic Cowboy with the diamond says, that's it. I'm moving uh, into a Faraday cage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I would assume, though, see, they, that's the other thing, right? The, f the thing with the Faraday cage is that the mesh is, uh, what is it that basically you can do it with like, uh, I don't know, chicken wire is obviously too much. It's to block the, basically what you see on your microwave, right? The, your microwave oven right in the front where they have the glass, uh, you see a, a, a mesh, a metallic mesh. Um, to block out the microwaves, you need very small holes, right? So it, 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 so it bounces off of that and can't penetrate. But my point was, I'm sure with like pulsed radar or something, you can just go straight through that. You can go through uh, concrete walls. You can go through metal. Uh, they're experimenting with how to make sure you can't just set up a Faraday cage and, and, and escape. I'll try to dissuade you from, from you know, doing what you need to do uh, to get away from the beam weapons here. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Faraday cages used to work at least. Uh, I'm not sure they will in the future. Draconian Gip of Death with a diamond says, we need to reject this forced augmented bondage. Yeah, but it really is augment, augmented realities where, where this is going. And we'll look at a couple of clips in a moment here where people are just, you know, it's a, it's a um, what was it called? Uh, Anna Avatar. I think it was, An yeah, Anna Avatar Vision. Uh, very interesting video. It's just people that are like, they're just standing like out in the open in the yard or a room or something and just like looking up at something or like interacting with something that isn't there. Or you can do it remotely. You're checking the heartbeat of... A doctor is checking the heartbeat of someone uh, half across the world kind of thing. Uh, we'll look at that mo video in a moment, but it's basically everything will be... You know, you'll see whether it's items in the digital world that you interact with and change, whether you're playing a game or having a, a, a virtual meeting with somebody or whatever. Uh, the augmented aspect to it is that you're not even going to have to wear anything or, or or put something on to to interact with that environment it, it's crazy uh new delorean with the diamond says i love philip k dick but don't want to live it yeah that's right uh philbert applebag with the diamond says technology can uh can be attacked also uh i like to think about what's possible emp and solar flare would fix it yeah i mean and that's why i think too it will not last it will not 
survive in the long run, uh, Philbert. I think I think this is a doomed path to go that, down because when you develop dependency on it, when 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 you let it do everything for you, I mean, it's bad enough now. If the grid goes down, if they do this cyber polygon operation that the World Economic Forum have talking about, and Klaus Schwab, the your favorite uh, uh, James Bond uh, villain, if they pull that shit off and, and knock down the grid, I mean, you would have mass die-offs already. Imagine when you're not even used to opening doors or pushing a button. The the how the weakness of of what you what you will be completely just dependent on all this machinery. It goes down. That's it. You, you can't even open your own door. I mean, it's a crazy. Uh, but yeah, we'll see if they can. We'll see how far it goes, right? But it's def It's like a fork in the road. There's two different paths taking off right now. I think one path it doesn't mean you have to be a complete luddite or whatever. But there's certain lines in the sand, so to speak, that you you should not cross. Uh, and they're going to try to cross it for you. Obviously, that's what we're seeing in this technology that they're rolling out. You won't have an option. If you have a smartphone, if you have a Wi-Fi router in your home, if you have a smart uh, meter, uh, well, we'll patch into that and we'll beam you with frequencies and check everything out anyway, right? Uh, but it's definitely when they begin the embeddable technology, if they get, if they even have to do that, uh, the augmented uh, augmented reality of of modifying your body, optogenetics, uh, triggering certain genetic codes in you and taking things away and all that shit, it's like. You're entering onto a path where you're just like, nope, it's no, it's no longer human. I, I want nothing with it. Uh, and again, that's why people have raised concerns about this, uh, both mRNA vaccine, but also the later DNA vaccine when that comes out. It will actually alter you. It would turn you into a genetically modified being. Futhark with the diamond, thank you. Varangian with the diamond says, uh, Cathedral can only do so much. Definitely demons. Yep, I agree. Philbert Applebag with the diamond technology seems to weaken people in the long run. Absolutely. Every single time. That's why the future is the past, and hard times will make hard men, and that's where we need to. Uh, that's where we need to put our reliance as we enter entering into a era of unprecedented weakness and dependency uh, with this kind of technology. Uh, and again, the globalists they, they know they know what this. They I'm convinced that they know exactly what this will create and their ability to control everything. To see everything, to manipulate everything, to alter everything, including your memory, including history, including... I mean, it's insane what they can do. Celtic or Celtic Cowboy with the diamond says, Are you saying that my tinfoil hat won't work either? I don't think so. Uh, maybe it will. Uh, I don't know. Could be worth trying, I guess. Mr. Wright with the diamond says, It's not a vaccine. It's a... Uh, Marin Marindel? Wait a minute. What am I missing with that word? Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna blow that up a bit so I see what it's. Uh... Oh, marinade. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Sorry, I, I totally missed that. It's so small. I, I was missing. Mr. Wright says it's not a vaccine. It's a marinade. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. You got it. Uh, absolutely. It's just it's gonna marinate you in this. We're just gonna force your body to uh, to uh, produce this uh, strand of the virus in itself inside of your your nucleus. Uh, we're gonna take you, you know, base material from your cell and your nucleus, and we're gonna put those together with this little genetic machine inside of you. What could po what could possibly go wrong? Uh, all right, here's more. I guess yeah, we can look. This is the last video on the Infineon site, and then we'll move on. Uh, some crazy stuff. Do Wi-Fi Doppler imaging. We're gonna look at how Facebook is developing a method to read your brain, to hear your skin. It it's crazy st stuff, right? Uh, anyway, this is the last one in the Infineon. 
out. See you receive. There's a buffer when I got full screen there. Infinium is connecting the real world to the digital world. In order to doing so, one of the fundamental problems to overcome is that you have to put sensors everywhere. In that context, Infinium is working on building the five human senses in the form of semiconductors, such as a smart feel, a smart taste, a smart eye, a smart nose, but also smart ears. Again, X-Men, right? Why did they push this shit so hard? It's like, they'll start manipulating you, uh, modifying you rather, maybe that's a better word. You'll see mutants start appearing. Also have the technological means. Of course, we could stand at a precipice where the ultra-wealthy class in America alone, 0.1% owns 90% of the wealth. Do you think these people want to live forever? Do you think they want to turn themselves into gods before you? Of course they do. That's what they're going to do. Uh, expanded senses, knowing better, faster, stronger, you know, bigger dicks. <laughs> you know, they'll just, they'll manipulate everything they can. You know it. We are putting these devices into each and every kind of electronics like robots, smart speakers, or simply smartphones in order to make those devices understand what's happening in the surrounding and make them in a more intuitive manner interact with us as human beings. Part of your life tomorrow. All right. Yeah, so they have to build this, <clears throat> this grid of, of sensors and stuff. But as we said, uh, these are going into so many devices and even the fact that your phone has it, your Wi-Fi router has it. So here's one regarding the uh, Solano, I think they're called, yes, Solano's Wi-Fi Doppler imaging. Just to give you this idea that it does, it's not restricted to one method. It's not just radar, it's not just Wi-Fi, it's not just ultra-wide broadband, it's all of it, all of it. Every, just a mass occupation of the frequency ranges uh, that exists, uh, which is, of course, usually beyond what we are able to, you know, see and hear and stuff like that. Otherwise, this would be madness to live in it. But I'm sure and somehow that your cells, they feel it. They, they, there will be a just a it's the vibe being in this. I've all, I already feel. Have you have you guys ever been out way way out on the countryside somewhere in a cabin, no electricity, everything turned off? I mean, it's just it's a it's a magical feeling being just away from it. But now with the you know Starlink. Uh, Elon Musk sending that up, global coverage of of, uh, of frequency, 5G, right? Uh, it's, it's a worrying time. Introducing Seleno's Wi-Fi Doppler Imaging, a breakthrough RF imaging technology for tracking so the motion. If, if you could, like, if there was a, um, and I, I mean, I know it exists because I'm on some of these licensing sites and stuff like that myself sometimes looking for, you know, music or images and stuff, but... Uh, you know, to to build some of our you know animation or videos and stuff, but it's like cor uh, corporate music two dot uh, dot wave. <laughs> so that's why this music in the background is like, how can, can you get any more dried out, soulless, corporate, like disgusting music than this? Behavior and location of people over Wi-Fi. When Wi-Fi signals echo off a moving object, a frequency shift occurs, known as the Doppler effect. It can be used to measure the range and direction of a moving object to track its location and enables the classification of movements and postures using machine learning. Wi-Fi Doppler imaging offers myriad capabilities for depicting real-time events, including recognizing gestures and classifying common body movements, labeling objects, tracking objects, and detecting breathing and other vital signs. Yeah, you're right, <coughs> Bobcat uh, Klein. Echoes. That's all. It's a bunch of echoes will be surrounded by this 
24-7 echoes bathed in echoes. Epfi <laughs> Doppler imaging enables applications such as intrusion detection for enhanced home and enterprise security. The RF imaging-based technology is a simple and ingenious method for driving TV content consumption analytics. By enabling the determination of who is sitting in front of the screen at any given time, it allows the service provider or advertiser to personalize content accordingly. Wi-Fi Doppler imaging is also highly effective as a remote monitoring solution for connecting elderly people who live on their own to family, caregivers, and emergency services. It triggers alerts if anything irregular or dangerous occurs without requiring anything irregular. To if anything irregular, if you have emo heightened emotional states because you're, <laughs> you, you can just oh, you can just feel it's like this. You will be you will be contacted by someone when you get angry. We're we're worried about you. What's happening? I mean, look at THX. You know, they 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 kind of hone in on this there with like medication and shit like that. But like, you know, this just is this just in like just incessant like nanny nanny state in the form of like big tech corp. If you think big tech is bad right now, just wait until they get a hold of your frequencies and start fucking around with shit. Wearables. Wi-Fi Doppler imaging has numerous benefits as an event depiction technology. It combines imaging technology and standard Wi-Fi networking over a single state-of-the-art connectivity chip. It achieves high-resolution localization using a single device rather than relying on multiple devices. It's optimal for motion classification for posture identification and context analysis. And because it's free of line-of-sight constraints, it can virtually see through walls, enabling an expanding array of value-added indoor applications for service providers and their partners, without the need for deploying additional infrastructure on customer premises. Oh, good. So wi yeah, Wi-Fi. Doppler imaging. It's Wi-Fi reimagined. Yeah, so you will have this in your routers. Who do you think will patch into that? Who will hack those signals? Who will have access to it? Big tech, uh, all these, you know, the Googles of this world, the Facebooks, they're already in this market. I'm not even now talking about like genetic, you know, engineering and collection of, you know, data and shit like that. Like, it's just this, the all seeing nature of, of where we're going with this is just insane, right? Um, so yeah, here's this, it was a CNN story. They covered this at the time. Uh, Facebook build a tech to help you type with your brain and hear with your skin. Now, what they're referencing is a presentation by Regina, Re Regina, however you say that, uh, Regina Dugan. Excuse me. Now, she is the former head of DARPA. Then she went to work for basically the DARPA department within Google. Then she went to go work for Facebook. Then she went to go with DARPA again. And then she started her own uh, company. I forget what that's called now. In the private sector. This says a, a couple of years ago. So imagine where they are now. Just three, uh, three and a half years later or so. But we're going to listen to this here. It's a little bit longer, but it's actually kind of interesting. I might skip forward or, or speed up certain aspects. But uh, uh, let's just uh, sit back and listen to this. I, let me take these uh, D-Lives real quick here. And I'll check entropy as well. <clears throat> Ragnar Röcker, I think it is a rocker. Ragnar Rocker with a diamond says, uh, uh, this is why I carry a nine millimeter. Happy Yule to you and Lana. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. I think it's, is it nine millimeter? Nine. Uh, Draconian Gip of Death and, and happy Yule to you as well, sir. Uh, Draconian Gip of Death with a diamond. Much love. Keep the, the great work. Support Red Eyes. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 
Uh, if you're tuning out right now, of course, you can watch the archives later. Always good to see you, Draconian. Thank you so much. Filbert Applebag with another diamond says, by 2032, augmented reality contact lenses are here. Oh, I think even sooner. There's one company now I saw. They're rolling it out right now. Um, it was tied to was some research with the Google Glasses thing, but there was a company, a subcontractor that had developed a lens. Again, I think at the end of the day, you're not even, there's this wearable tech shit. It's like, it, it, sure, there's still companies doing that, and we might have that for a little bit of time, but it's basically like the cassette tape or the CD-ROM player or something, you know what I mean? It's like, sure, you'll have it, but you'll quickly leave it and, and, and move on. So all the wearable tech stuff, including even like projection on the retina and stuff like that, will you're not going to need it because you just you go straight into the 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 synapse, the the visual uh, nerves, and 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 hijack so to speak the the signal right there. Um, that's what they're developing right now. But yeah, augmented reality is definitely here. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft's cat with a diamond says uh, good belated. Uh, St. Lucia Day, a light in dark winter. Yes, sir, that's correct. Uh, that was on the 13th. We celebrate that, uh, especially in Sweden, Norway, parts of Denmark. I think Finland is uh, into that as well. Uh, Claude Lucia. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, okay, let's uh, watch this presentation here by uh, DARPA's or former DARPA head Regina uh, Dugan here. And now it is my great pleasure to introduce the head of building. Oh, and I should say, too, this what was at Facebook's. Um, I guess F8, is that what they always call it? Or is that the eighth, uh, their eighth conference or something? But F8, they call it. Um, anyway, let's check this out. Regina Dugan. Oh. In my entire career, I've never seen something as powerful a force in the world as the smartphone that didn't also have unintended consequences, sometimes grave, sometimes every day. If we intersect this device with the mission of Facebook, we find that this little black box has allowed us to connect to people far away from us, to share moments of our lives, and to do so unconstrained by time or distance. But it has also cost us something. It has allowed us to connect to people far away from us, too often at the expense of people sitting right next to us. Yeah, very concerning, We've Facebook. I'm sure you care about that. Feel it. We don't talk about it much because most of the discussion goes like this. If you were just strong enough, if you had enough willpower, you would put down that addictive drug that is your smartphone and honor the conversation in front of you. Usually this is said in a moment of anger or judgment. But that's the wrong narrative. And it's a false choice. Yeah, I I, it's a prominent nose, but I, 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 I think it's not... Uh, <clears throat> chat, I don't think it's that. But <laughs> this device... Pro prove me wrong, Chad. <laughs> is important. It allows us to be curious about the world beyond the one we can see right in front of us. It allows us to have empathy for people we might not otherwise know. It allows us to be adventurers and explorers, humanitarians, and citizens of the world. Oh, great. Global That's homo. good. That's good. <laughs> it's just that we know 
intuitively and from experience that we'd all be better off if we looked up a little more often. Now, voice interfaces have attracted much attention of late. Voice is referred to as the new type of OS. It's convenient, that's true. It reduces complexity, that's also true. I think that voice is important, but not for these tech-centric reasons, rather for a decidedly human reason. Sorry. Because these new hardware platforms have enabled us for the first time in a long time to crawl out of this little black box and be back in the room where our lives are and where so many of the people we care about exist. Now, when viewed in this way, we realize that we've only begun to scratch the surface of what's possible. There's much, much more to do. So today and tomorrow, this is our goal at Facebook, to create and ship category-defining consumer products that are social first. To yeah, do so... And, and why do you think that it... Because their objective is, of course, to, to unify the world and bringing us all closer together. Uh, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. You, you'll understand as he continues here uh, where this is going and what Facebook's role in this is. So at scale and to power this with a breakthrough innovation engine modeled after DARPA. Products that recognize we are both mind and body, that our world is both digital and physical, that seek to connect us with the power uh, and... No, it's, it's not digital. It's just physical. Digital is just, <laughs> it's just an illusion, lady. ...possibility of what's new while honoring the intimacy and the richness of what's timeless. Products that refuse to accept false choices. So let me give you an example. This, this is their contrived attempt at trying to say, we, we care, we, we know we've designed things that makes you just look and look and look and look on that Facebook wall or whatever it is, all this social media tech, right? That's something that's popped up in the last couple of years. Uh, that's like, oh, they're designing things to keep you stuck on the platform and just you know never being able to leave kind of thing. And now they're doing this cringy, uh, you know, attempts at trying to say, like, take responsibility as a corp as a company to make sure that you also take a break occasionally, right? Uh, th that's all bullshit. They want to know everything about you. They want to scan your your brain. They want to know your thoughts, and they're going to sell your thoughts. Why? Because they couldn't control it. There's no re it's no accident that DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Agency's uh, personnel is going like a swing door back and forth between Facebook and Google and then back to DARPA again and then out in the private sector developing all this shit. Uh, it, it's, it's all tied in together. That's why you'll never see these big tech platforms being, uh, you know, banned or, or lose Section 230 or their protection or anything like that. Because it's, it's funded by and with the aid of, of, uh, of military, defense technology, government. It will never happen. So these hearings you hear and shit like that's all for show. Just bu theater. Bullshit. Of what I mean. Let's start with your brain. Your brain has 86 billion neurons that fire a thousand times per second. Now, they don't all fire at the same time, so let's decrease that by a factor of 100. That would mean your brain is capable of producing about one terabit per second. About 
40 HD movies are streaming in your brain every second. Now, if you haven't had your coffee yet, you might be moving about 10 times slower, so let's just say it's four HD movies every second. And herein lies the problem. How do I get all of that information out of my brain and into the world? <laughs> what am I? That's right. <laughs> this is the, isn't this the problem for you too? Don't you just feel that you want to take like all your psychic garbage and you smear it on the walls of the internet? Isn't it? <laughs> That's like, no, you do, you're saying this because you want to get into people's heads and know their thoughts and using them for your own ne selfish and nefarious purposes choices well privacy there th this is again this is part of this borderless bullshit that they're pushing right now everything is borderless there's no borders actual borders in our countries there's no borders when it comes to your property there's no border there's no uh, inside voice and outside it's all public it's all public now everything right you you air your laundry out in public uh, you, you're out on the phone everyone can overhear you yapping right there's no uh, where it used to be in the, in the old days. You like you had a public persona, and you was that role to a certain extent. But that's seen as well. That's that's stale and stiff and stuff. And and so now we just we, there is no such thing. You know, it used to be a time where people they they dressed up when they were going out. They they put they put on a thing. Was, was it fake? No, not really. I don't think it was fake. I think it was a necessity of civilization to make sure that you adhere to certain social standards and you just didn't like emotionally just smear your crap all every, all every, over everything and everybody. There was boundaries. There were borders. But this is the reason why they don't want any borders anywhere, including your own thoughts and your personal space, your property. Not, what, what did the World Economic Forum said? The first predictions for 2030? You'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. We will we'll be... In the same way that mouse experiment where it just pushes a button to feel good all the time, that all its entire life evolved around just sitting there and it was doing it like with this uh, nose or something. It's, it's, you know, just pushing this button that made it like release endorphins and feel good kind of thing. That, that's where they'll have us, right? They'll just beam some frequency into your uh, biological being and you'll just feel, you'll just, it feels great. We're not even talking about like a, the... You know how they're legalizing all the drugs and stuff and the, the soma basically right they'll just do this with frequency eventually it's incredible uh but anyway so that's the obsession with this the no borders thing that it goes much further than that right uh although these people they live behind uh armed you know armed guards and like you know 10 foot uh, uh stone walls in their mansions as they're doing this to us I'm speaking to you right now, and I'm transmitting at about 100 bits per second. That's the bandwidth equivalent of a 1980s dial-up modem. So, here's what we have. Four HD movies per second streaming over a 1980s dial-up modem. Speech is essentially a compression algorithm, and a lossy one at that. That's why we love great writers and poets, because they're just a little bit better at compressing the fullness of a thought into words. So what if you could type directly from your brain? 
Yeah, wouldn't that be convenient? It sounds impossible, but it's closer than you may realize. And it's just the kind of fluid human-computer interface needed for AR. Even something as simple as a yes-no brain click would fundamentally change our capability. <clears throat> a brain mouse for AR. The woman in this video has ALS. She is completely trapped inside her body. She cannot move or speak, but she is typing with her mind, not with eye blanks, with her mind. An array of electrodes the size of a pea has been implanted where her brain would normally control her, her motor functions. The electrodes record her neurons firing when she imagines moving the cursor. Then the computer learns to move it for her. Using this system, she can type eight words per minute. She is typing at eight words per minute directly with her brain. Now, that's less than one-third the speed that you can type on a smartphone, but it is lightning fast compared to silence. So what if instead of using imagined arm movements, we could decode speech directly? Now, and and they're, they're in of why they're, they developed this technology. They always like, talked about this last time, the last note goes on, but it's always the quadriplegic or the person who can't move and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, fine, like, sure. But that's not why it's for. They're just using these people as the willing test subject because they're desperate enough to try to, you know, get out of their condition, which I couldn't completely understand. But just wait until this is like, you know, rolled out entirely on, on, on everybody against your will, even if you don't want to do it. I will read your brainwaves anyway, remotely. Uh, I mean, you, you, can, you can check, no, I don't want to share any info on, with this app or whatever. Well, guess what? They do it anyway. They don't care. Clear, we are not talking about <laughs> she's coding your right. random... Uh, Temple denies us. She's typing, kill me. <laughs> that's right. Thoughts. That might be more than any kill of us me. care to know. Do it now. <laughs> and it's not something any of us should have a right to know. Think of it more like this. You take many photos, you choose to share some of them. Similarly, you have many thoughts. You choose to share some of them. We're talking about decoding those words, the ones you've already decided to share by sending them to the speech center of your brain. A silent speech interface, one with all the speed and flexibility of voice, but with the privacy of typed text. Privacy. Better yet, <laughs> sure, with the ability sure. to text a friend without taking out your phone or to send a quick email without missing the party. No more false choices. That's right. Now, oh, Mark good. Chevalet is the lead she for this effort. The He's a for physicist, us. neuroscientist, and six months ago, he had the idea that this might be possible. Today, we've assembled a team of more than 60 scientists, engineers, and system integrators. They specialize in machine learning methods for decoding speech and language, in optical neuroimaging systems that push the limits of spatial resolution. Optoneural imaging. Let me, let me take that again. Phone, or to send a quick email. 
physicist, neuroscientist, and six months ago, he had the idea that this might be possible. Today, we've assembled a team of more than 60 scientists, engineers, and system integrators. They specialize in machine learning methods for decoding speech and language, in optical neuroimaging systems that push the limits. Optical neuro neuroimaging systems. Remember that. Limits of spatial resolution in the most advanced neural prosthetics in the world. And we're just getting started. Together, we have a goal of creating a system capable of typing 100 words per minute, five times faster than you can type on your smartphone, straight from your brain. Over the past three decades, work in artificial speech recognition has produced powerful tools to decode text from brain activity while people are speaking. This is real data showing the remarkable result of mapping brain signals to text directly. Now, these systems don't currently operate in real time, and what's more, they require surgery, implanted electrodes. Not and anymore. that simply won't scale. No. Yeah, they're laughing. Oh, you don't so want... Did you guys see, too, what Elon Musk is actually proposing with his Neuralink? He's just like, yeah, we'll have these robots that just, dr just drill a, a hole in your skull and implant this little wafer with like about, what, about 100, uh, you know, copper uh, uh, nodes or whatever it had in it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's not, that's, that's not going to happen. I mean, some fanatics will and stuff like that, but the majority, they will not get their skull drilled for this. And so that's why they're circumventing that right now. And, and now, well, guess what? They don't have to, right? We'll need new non-invasive sensors, sensors that can measure brain activity hundreds of times per second and precise to millimeters. And without signal distortions, even as they read through hair and skin and skull. Now, no such technology exists today. We'll need to develop. It does. This is from 2017. So this is three years ago. With the stuff that we talked about and what we showed uh, in the last uh, Weekend Warrior, uh, sorry, the last uh, no-go zone, uh, we showed that they're developing that right now. They can remotely tap into your brain. They're, they're decoding the signal flow of, of your brain and your activity and stuff like that, and they can just basically remotely uh, read it. They're, they're right at the cusp of it, uh, and it's, it's going to be rolled out. And we think optical imaging is the best place to start. Optical imaging may be the only non-invasive technique capable of providing the spatial and temporal resolution we need, and thanks to technological improvements in performance, cost, and miniaturization driven by the telecommunications industry, we have a very big wave to ride. Let me see that again. Let me see. The spatial and temporal resolution we need, and thanks to technological improvements in performance, cost, and miniaturization driven by the telecommunications industry, mm -hmm. we have a very big wave to ride. Yeah. So how do we get optical techniques in the sweet spot of performance, sampling hundreds of times per second and precise to millimeters? We start by filtering for quasi-ballistic photons. Now, if you've ever pressed a red laser pointer to your finger, you know that your whole finger glows red. The reason you don't see the original resolution of the laser pointer is that most of the photons scatter many times as they pass through, flying off in all directions. The photons are diffuse, 
and diffuse photons won't give us millimeter resolution. Now, due to chance, some don't scatter at all. These are ballistic photons. If we filtered only for these, we would retain the original resolution of the laser pointer. It's just that there are too few of them to see. Ballistic photons won't give us enough signal. Quasi-ballistic photons are somewhere in between. They scatter, just not too many times. And if we get the trade-off just right, we can get the spatial resolution we need and have enough photons to measure. Okay, so the next problem to solve is speed. Optical techniques are fast, which is good because speech is encoded in the high-frequency oscillations of neural activity. That means we'll need to sample hundreds of times per second to decode them. But today's optical imaging systems, they don't measure neural activity. They measure blood oxygenation, which is a time-integrated sum of neural activity. It is robust. Yeah, don't even get me started on like the medical applications that they'll begin to use uh, with this measurement organ, uh, you know, interference or like how they can shut off and turn things, you know, shut down and you know, turn on things. Or you know, it's like I'm not going to get into it now, but there's a whole just there's a whole show in itself just on that uh, of what they can do medically and and basically living robots that they're creating right now. Uh, the cells, we saw a little bit of that. They can program certain cells to do certain functions. They can tell exactly where to go in the body, start manipulating and, and altering things genetically. It's, it's crazy, crazy shit. Robust, but it is too slow to capture speech. Instead, we will need to measure the neural activity directly by capturing instantaneous changes in the optical properties of neurons as they suck in sodium and spit out potassium. In a few years' time, we expect to demonstrate a real-time silent speech system capable of delivering 100 words per minute. A speech prosthetic, you might say, for patients in need. A step on the path, as Michael said, to making input for AR more natural. Augmented a reality. First prototypical system capable... See, see the images that they show there? Uh, you want, want to increase the, uh, the, the brightness of your, uh, uh, want to see in the dark? Yeah, we could do that now. There's people that are doing, you know, manipulating you. You can do it with chemicals. Uh, there, there's all kinds of things you can do to, to alter things like that. But augmented reality, yeah, it's like, imagine like a layer overlapped over everything. You walk past a restaurant and, and it shows your reviews or something. You know what I mean? There's like all this kind of stuff. And again, they used to like, yo, we'll put, put on these glasses and then you can see it projects it on there and stuff. But no, you don't even need that anymore. Just straight into your brain. As Michael said, to making input for AR more natural. A first prototypical system capable of measuring speech-related neural activity non-invasively on our way to a system that scales. That would be crazy amazing. But it's only the beginning of what's possible. It gets better because your brain activity contains worse. more information than what a word sounds like or how it is spelled. It also contains semantic information that tells us what those words mean. In your brain, a cup is not the label cup. It is a man-made object that you can hold in your hand, one that carries liquid for people to consume. 
Understanding semantics means that one day you may be able to choose to share your thoughts independent of language. English, Spanish, or Mandarin, they become the same. After all, the word cup or taza or chabe is just a compressed thought. And if we can make it possible to communicate directly from your brain, what if we could make it possible for you to hear through your skin? You have two square meters of skin on your body. It is a complex network of nerves that transmit information to your brain. Braille, invented in France in the 19th century, taught us that people can learn to interpret small bumps on a surface through their fingertips as language. The Tadoma method, developed in the early 20th century, went well beyond Braille. Based on work with Helen Keller, it sought to create a scalable method for children who are both deaf and blind to communicate. Yeah, yeah this, uh, <clears throat> this obsession with like, it creating a, a one a one language is it's very interesting i mean i'm not against like a lingua franca or something like that obviously that's you know helpful we can understand but it, again it goes beyond that right the the need I, there's something very interesting to language and i i, I kind of haven't nailed that down yet but it's obviously it's related to to the existing you know biological differences that do exist in a language arise for very specific reasons. It's even tied to not just the, the tenor and the pitch and the, the you know, delivery and stuff, but, but many other things as well, like the actual words and stuff, down to geographical location or how cold it is. It's a very, it's a very interesting and unique way of getting a sense of, of, of the people, right, who developed the, this language or a specific language, certain words and, and, and stuff. It, 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 it's more to it than just the mechanics of what she's breaking down. That's what I feel anyway. But this would circumvent that. I, th I think a part of, of the control mechanism is, has always been the destruction of language, right? Has always been a big part of it. That's why in, in uh, 1984, they're newspeak, they're, they're removing certain words, limiting your vocabulary. Interestingly enough, your brain also operates, you know, w with with the um, uh, with the words that you do have, right? With the vocabulary that you do have, if you lack the vocabulary to to ex to, or if you know, if you don't know rather, what certain parts are called of of a thing that you're watching, you would you would think less of it. You don't you you don't like care, or you don't. I remember this a couple of years ago, or this one person who was like, he, he was, he was learning the different parts of the ant, for example, right? And when he began tying language to the different parts of the ant, he started getting fascinated by the insect overall, the group, what, they, what it can do and stuff. Like he, here's the antenna, here's the middle portion, and, and you know, I don't know all the words uh, for the different parts of the ant, but he described this, this person talking about this. But it was not until like he he understood all the different components that he's like he there was more thought and activity and understanding about the thing that he was dealing with because he had learned the words for it. Otherwise, otherwise it was just the ant and that's it kind of thing. Um, but so this is an interesting thing because he might circumvent that altogether, or 
you know, well, you can, you just think uh, your thoughts instantly and just beam that out or project it onto someone who, who can get them or whatever. But I don't know. Again, I, I think that there's massive downsides to this kind of stuff, beginning meddling with this stuff. Um, it would turn us into something really different. Um, no more language. You don't have to speak. You just be, it's just, in, just internally, just, just uh, a brain to brain kind of thing. It's just, it's weird. I, I don't like it. Okay. As it turns out, the vibrotactile sensors embedded in our skin allow us to interpret complex inputs. The pressure change in a puff of air, the vibration of the vocal cords and on the jaw as language. What you'll observe in this video is a man, deaf and blind, speaking. He is using only the sensors of his hand in his skin to hear to process, interpret, and yes, even reproduce the spoken words of his teacher. Remember, he is deaf and blind. He is repeating words that he cannot see or hear by feeling them. Wait just a minute. Right, okay, yeah, a minute. Did you forget to shut off the water? From the 1950s until today, what all of these techniques have in common is our brain's ability to reconstruct language from components. We are wired to communicate and connect. As you listen to me now, the cochlea in your ear is taking my voice and separating it into frequency components that are transmitted to your brain. Your cochlea essentially does a Fourier transform, a frequency domain analysis of sound. So what if we could do the same work of the cochlea, but transmit the resulting frequency information instead via your skin? That's Freddie. He leads this project. And that's Frances. She's an electrical engineer. She is not deaf and blind, but she can hear through her skin. She has a system of actuators on her left arm. They are tuned to 16 different frequency bands. Frances currently has a tactile vocabulary of about nine words. She learned them in less than an hour. The lights indicate the actuators firing, and you'll see that they fire so fast, she must learn to actually feel the words. Okay, Francis, so uh, let's go through the nine words we just learned. We'll do, do some singles, then doubles, and then get more complicated. All right. Drop. Okay. White. Good. Sphere. Okay. Let's go to twos. Yeah. Black sphere. There you go. Good job. Throw cube. Good. All right, let's go to the three-word sequences. Yeah. Uh, grass, black, cone. Good job. Uh, grass, white, sphere. All right. All right. Throw white sphere. 
It's amazing. If you ask Frances what she feels, she'll tell you that she has learned to feel the acoustic shape of a word on her arm. The word black moves from low frequency regions to high frequency regions. The word blue is more localized. She processes these shapes in her brain as <clears throat> words. She's learning how to use the artificial cochlea we made for her skin. If we put these two things together, they suggest that one day, not so far away, it may be possible for me to think in Mandarin and for you to feel it instantly in Spanish. Imagine the power such a capability would give to the 780 million people around the world who cannot read or write. So is the but excuse, who can surely think and feel. We're helping. We're going, to, we're going to make sure that things get better by doing us this revolutionary technology uh, that's going to enslave you and we'll read everything. Uh, we can just beam language right to your skin now. It's, it'll be great. Now, despite being much closer than perhaps you realized, these things are still a few years away. And yet somehow it feels urgent to us because we don't always have the luxury of time. Why? Why, why do you know? Do you know something? Do you know something that's going on, eh? That's what they're pushing so hard and so fast over the top. Not just tech, but all the other bullshit, too. Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure, I'm sure the DARPA department knows very well about this. They run their supercomputer experiments. Um, sir, we better, we, <laughs> sir, we better control the narrative and shut down uh, the Internet because uh, things are getting out of hand. There's a window of opportunity if we're going to take over and take charge and, and, and control everything. Uh, we need to eliminate certain aspects in the node. Uh, we've realized, sir, that they will uh, be too disruptive of a force. I once read an article that said 93% of our face-to-face -face time with our parents is done by the time we finish high school and leave home. Now, most people experience that fact like a kick in the gut. Why? Because it's a profound reminder of the power of connections and that we should do all that we can to increase our sense of presence and connection beyond that remaining 7%. This is my mom. When I moved from the East Coast to the West let me go, Coast... Yeah, let me skip a little bit here. I think this is kind of boring. Uh, this, I think there was something more right at the end that was interesting. Let's see here. In part to technology. Hands alone that define relationships. It told her about a talk I had to give that I felt a little nervous about. We actually got closer. Because it's not the big moments alone that define relationships. It is the extraordinary everyday, the beautifully mundane. And I Ugh, owe the depth whatever, of my relationship lady. with my mom in part. You're working for an agency that's like <laughs> helping to develop exotic technology that's like frying people alive and like blowing white phosphorus over them and like, like murdering people. It's like we have to connect and get closer together. Do you guys remember the, the men who stare at goats? That's always what I think about when this like this is these weird like defense department have turned into like these weird, you know, tech hippies and stuff like, yeah, we're. We'll defeat uh, our enemies with love. 
will just you know drop an endless uh, sea of dildos down on them, and they'll submit. Uh, and we look at that. Not the movie, the hysteric ghost. It was kind of fun. there's a documentary out there, hilarious. Uh, the bullshit that they try to do: walk through walls and stuff. These military people and like. You know, but they're like, we can blow up the heart of people by just staring at them. Like, the, the, what they actually, like, investigated in and did. And some of that, it's partially partially kind of done to ridicule the exotic uh, capabilities of, of military applications and stuff like that. Because there are things that they have managed to develop. A lot of things they showed in the documentary kind of failed or didn't work out the way they wanted to. But the point is, the DARPAs of this world, they have so much money, so much resources, so much capability that it's like, just... In investigate everything, like all of it, just just what corner every single aspect of everything, figure it out. Does it work? Can we use it? How do we, you know, how do we win? Right. So it's kind of anyway. It, it's just it's weird, but check that out. Uh, the men who stare at goats, uh, some crazy stuff in there. But it's always just like we're, we're helping, but then it's like, but you're like you're like your military is going overseas and like killing people. <laughs> it's like we're. Can you just stop, like, blowing people up in, in, in other countries or something? Is it, maybe that would help first? To stop the waves of migration because of that? And, like, no. No. They want, they want that. That's part of it, see. Technology. Hands-free and Bluetooth made it possible. Those technological advances made it possible for me to be in my life and still connect with my mom. Connect. I'm grateful because my mom is awesome. And I <sighs> thought you might want to meet her, so we flew her in to say hi. She's All right, sitting okay. right... All right, there we go. I think, th I think that's it. <clears throat> All right, <laughs> that's, I've had enough of that. Uh, Turd World Immigrant with a diamond says, Happy Holidays, Henrik and Lana. Much love. Thank you. Appreciate that. Much love to you as well. Uh, Merry Christmas, Good Yule, whatever you prefer. Jake Wallace with a diamond. Uh, yes, the fire rises. Uh, Futhark with a diamond. Uh, no message there. Virginian Drifter with the diamond. Uh, any chances of a uh, revote? You think, Henrik? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I think um, I think the window of opportunity is uh, swiftly closing. Now, I I don't know. There's some people that still have have hope and faith that uh, this could be turned around. Um, you you should never say never, right? It's not over until the fat lady sings, as they say. But uh, it seems. Uh, it seems slim, definitely with uh, McConnell like going out there. All the GOP are like, "Yep, that's it." You know, Biden is the the president uh, to be president elect, so that's it. But we'll have to see. Hopefully, I'm proven wrong. Uh, Jefferson Jefferson clap clap Joe with a diamond. Uh, radio frequencies interferes with electronics, which the brain is. That's right. Uh, you can you know electromagnetism. Look into stuff like the God helmet. This is like a little older research. We talked about that at the time on the on the radio show back in. 2007, 8, 9, something like that. Um, I forget the, the scientist's name, the researcher, but, you know, they can make you more religious, less religious. They could, um, they did work on how to, how to make you less racist by using electromagnetic fields on certain portions of the brain and stuff again. But again, these were like, that was at the time when they had like big clunky helmets and stuff, but they managed to do it. Uh, manipulate your brain and your thoughts and stuff like that. But now they just do it remotely. Uh, they just, you know, they just applied and, and that's it. Uh, it. It's crazy. Uh, let me see here. Uh, where are we? Neo DeLorean with a diamond says, let me guess, there is a translator built in. Uh, yeah, the, the stuff that she's talked about, uh, it always, right? It's going to, do, yeah. 
so it's always about something else doing the work for you uh or, or do it or making it so convenient to to a point where like what's what's the reason kind of in a way you know what i mean it's like part of the the journey or being here in a, in a in a human body and doing these things is 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 the aspect i would assume of being tied to it i mean just do we get tired yeah sure are there, are there lazy people yeah absolutely obviously but you know that we'll just become more and more dependent and therefore more and more controllable as things get more and more convenient and easy right uh celebrate all is lost with the ninja guinea good to see you sir uh and thank you for that ninja guinea by the way um he says, oh, this goes in your mouth, this one goes in your ear, and this one goes in your butt. Uh, <laughs> that's, so that's the, uh, that's the idiocracy, right? And then they change, they change it, and they say, oh, no, actually, wait a minute, no, 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 this, this goes in your mouth. And I think this in your ear, and this in your butt. And I think they, they redo it three times. <laughs> hundred words per minute. Yeah, I know, you're gonna, you're gonna connect, so, sometimes I wonder too, though, they're gonna, you're gonna connect with these computers and stuff, and with all the, 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 the bad, you know, stuff that happens with computers and the processing and stuff. I know they're working on that, but it's still, it's like, eesh, buggy systems, you know, the, the blue screen of death uh, when you're like having some vital, you know, brain, uh, I don't know, interference or you're fixing, fixing something. I don't know. This could go really bad, right? Anyway, thank you for that, Ninja Gini. Always good to see you. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Philbert Applebag with a diamond says, a flashlight is really just a photon gun. I guess it is, technically. Neo DeLorean with the diamond says they are going to build a word ban list. They're going to build a word ban list. Yeah, I mean, I, I, absolutely. They'll they'll remove more and more. And then, interestingly enough, the more of that you lose is of your vocabulary, vocabulary, the less you're able to think and ultimately then experience. Right? So it's control. Uh, BRP with a diamond says the Tower of Babel 2.0. That's right. Exactly. Always that. Right. There's even a service, I think it was called something like, it was something, yeah, it was something like ba Babel or Babel. It was related to some of the stuff that they're like just translating brainwave frequency and, and you can understand it, it, you know, instantly and stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the one language, right? Unifying the whole thing, build a tower. I mean, we've heard this stuff from mythology before, right? And it always, always ends badly, doesn't it? Uh, Alex Tremo with a diamond says, hell no, nothing can replace our European languages. I, yeah, exactly. I agree. It's actually very important to hang on to it. Extremely important. I think it's part of a, of those differences in temperament and stuff. The, the world shrinks more and more and more, right? And, and therefore it becomes more and more boring. It becomes, you know, there's a, well, you can connect with all these people. And it's, it's like, I don't know, the more they wheel this stuff out and the smaller that the world becomes with aid of technology, the less adventurous you feel, the less you feel a need to even maybe go and visit places and see amazing things and stuff. I just, you just, ah, yeah, I'll beam over in a, you know, with my brain uh, right now. I'll just uh, be in the, my virtual reality pod. It, it'll just, it'll, all secrets uh, are lost. Every sense of adventure, all, all this stuff, right? It's, it's, I, it's a travesty, frankly. And language is a big part of it. I agree. Double dog with the Nijigini. Uh, says some Russian gobbledygook. Henrik uh, have to worry about vaccine. If if we just stay, it's amazing how you actually piece that together. I see it. Henrik won't have to worry about vaccine if we just stay constantly. There you go. Yeah, constantly pregnant. That's right. Uh, so there is a clause, I guess, for now. Now the vac, the COVID vaccine. Speaking to double uh, double dog's point here. 
the, at least out of the UK, they said that they don't know the impact of the of on fertility pregnancy with the vaccine. So they recommend you not taking the vaccine if you are pregnant. So one of the ways around this, of course, to everyone watching out there, um, with your with your spouse, with your wife, or with your man, um, just stay pregnant. And then you don't <laughs> you don't have to take the vaccine. I would assume you could lie about it too. Oh, I'm you know uh, we're two months pregnant or whatever. I mean the the the, the man doesn't get away from it. I would assume, but uh, yeah. Thank you, Double Dog. Appreciate the Ninja Gini. Uh, Ronald White Wolf with a diamond says, "Good morning from Korea. Good morning, sir. Hope you're doing well. It was good to see you, Lord Aragon, with a diamond. Uh, trying to be godlike won't work, in my honest opinion. Short term, it, uh, they could create some weird shit. We could see some strange and bizarre outcomes of this. Long term, no, it will. It never works. The hubris. I mentioned the Atlantis mythology last time, right? But it's like that's the priest class is right at the cusp of some amazing." Thing, right? They turned off this optical device, this you know crystal laser light power thing, and it just all, it all broke, right? It all just they were, they got too greedy, they were too careless. It, it always ends the same. It's always a cycle, absolute cycle of of uh, destruction and then rebuilding it. Uh, Autumn Autumn Mansbro Diamond, thank you. No message. Celtic Cowboy with the diamond says maybe it can help. Uh, commies uh, plus co-experience empathy. <laughs> uh, commies plus co plus company to experience empathy. Well, again, you know what? That's an interesting point. I think. I again, I think that the homogeneity of the attitudes of why they're purging. I mentioned this in the beginning, in case you just tune in. But potentiality of why they're purging certain aspects of the population, the dissidents, the people are, you know, objective. And again, you see this in America with things like, what do we do about the 70 million? Meaning the Trump supporters, right? The, the people, excuse me, who voted for Trump. And they're talking about right-wingers. And from their perspective, what do we do about these white supremacists and, and neo-Nazis who, who, who voted for Trump? You know, that's what, they, what, that's what they mean. But can you imagine if a technology like this came, came online and you could, you could actually, you know, understand... Uh, different people or your, or your emotional impact or something like that, that would, that would poison, in their view, poison and insert way too much, too many dangerous variables into the, the, the global brain, brain that they're building, right? The internet of things and the human population is, 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 are components in that internet. They'll be used that way. They might, might even turn out to harness our brain power. Maybe that's what they're connecting. I mean, the, the brain is, I mean, you can in, in some ways you can compare it, but it really is like one of the most just amazing, uh, like quantum computers, right? It's what if they're trying to tap in because they want to use our brains? They want to use it as a processing uh, unit, right? There's there's a lot of a lot of avenues you could go down here, uh, but yeah, thank you, Celtic, um, Millennial Honky with the Ninja Genie, some shekels for the cost. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Good you. Merry Christmas. Fledgling with the diamond. Uh, just say you're trying to have a baby. Yeah, exa I mean, exactly. You could, right? Fledgling. Uh, just say, just say, claim you try to have a baby, and that would be enough, technically. Uh, hopefully, there will be other exemptions as well. Okay, so let's move on here in the order. I want to talk about this one for a little bit, or show this one, rather. Detecting your emotions. Let's take a look at this one here. This is from, I forget which company this was from, uh, but we'll play it. This video describes EQ Radio, a new technology from Professor Kitabi's group at MIT that can recognize people's emotions using wireless signals. Was there a moment in your life when you looked at someone's face 
but you could not figure out how they feel. What if <laughs> your wireless router can tell people's emotions? Can't you just maybe you just ask them? <laughs> it's like let's develop an algorithm that makes the Wi-Fi router detect what someone feel. <laughs> it's just like okay, all right. Even if they don't show them on their faces, this is exactly what our technology does. This is our device. The device transmits a wireless signal which reflects off a person's body and comes back. It captures these reflections and analyzes them to infer the person's emotions. Specifically, our algorithms zoom in on the wireless reflections to extract the minute variations due to breathing and heartbeats. We then further analyze these reflections to extract the breathing signal and the heartbeat signal. We then zoom in more on these signals to obtain individual heartbeats and breathing cycles and feed these as features into a machine learning algorithm to recognize a person's emotions. Feed the machine. <laughs> it's like that. Look, it's a smiley face coming out. The device can automatically know if the person is excited, mm -hmm. angry, sad, or happy. Our device can recognize emotions with an accuracy of 87% while relying purely on wireless signals. We envision that EQ radio can be used in many applications. It can recognize a person's emotions while he is watching a movie and provide movie makers with better tools to evaluate user experience. Movie, uh, we can make a better movie film by watching, uh, by watching feedback from your television. It can also allow smart environments to detect emotional states like depression and inform us to improve our emotional well-being. Oh, are you sad? Here, take some medication. It can even enable these environments to react to our moods and adjust lighting or music accordingly. <sighs> to learn more about this research, please check out our website. <clears throat> All right, good stuff. So <laughs> it's just to to show you that that they're like they're working on every. This is like what was it MIT, right? They're working on every aspect of decoding you. That that like you're the subject. You're you're the thing that they want to know and understand and analyze and get into and you know down to your emotional state. Look, at, so here's that other one that I mentioned before, Anna Avatar. Uh, this is just some crazy shit, right? Because <clears throat> I still don't know exactly what the product is, but this is basically an ad for the the product. And uh, you'll see this weird, like you know, kind of remember how for a while there when people had like Bluetooth. Um, like an ear pod or, or what do you call it? Uh, AirPod, I guess I call it today, but like an earpiece, Bluetooth, and, and it has a mic on it. And you see, you know, you see them from the other side, not from the side where you can actually see that they have it. You see someone just going talking to themselves and you think they're they're insane. Well, it's like these people are mentally, mentally ill. Uh, they belong in a mental institution. Well, that's going to get even worse and go further now. Well, you see people in the street and stuff once they begin beaming out these uh, frequencies and you, you, you hook up to these services. Like, do you want to do you want to visit the moon and, and wait for it? That that makes sense in a moment when you see where this video is going. Do you want to visit the moon, sir? And you're standing in the middle of the street or near Rome or something, you're just like, oh, I'm on the moon. Uh it, it's like just complete uh I guess I mean illusion, delusion. I mean it's happening, you're experiencing it, but like from an outside point of view, it's like if an alien landed and saw some of this shit of what's, ha what's happening, if they haven't gone through the same <laughs> technological route themselves and destroy themselves, it would basically be, uh, this species is lost. We have detected no life here. Uh, let's move on to the other place. Anyway, check out this, uh, this little commercial uh, clip here for Anna Avatar. And of course, you know what Avatar is a reference to, right?
beyond all. <laughs> Second nature. That's Anna Avatar. So that's the tech that some of these companies are working on right now. It's basically uh, Inspiration of Japan, a Star Alliance member. Right? This is the type of things that you can that you that you might see in the future being developed. Right? It's a uh, it's like a you just you don't have to be anywhere or go anywhere. As someone said in chat, it's just like it will just seem like a mass delusion. Imagine like you're any you know minority report. Actually, no, not minority report. That's more the pre-crime stuff. But in minority report, I, I thought of it for that reason. Remember, he lost his uh, he lost his son, right, or something like that. You live in a world in the future where they can basically uh, they can remove your memories of the, of your painful memories of that, and then you can live. There's a one scene here where he lifts up a boy, like virtually is lifting up a boy. That's what it made me think of. Let me see if I can find that again. Like you can live in a world where, where that which happened doesn't, didn't happen. Which is like, but that's, but that's a lie. That's live, that's living a lie, right? That's, I, I just, I don't want that. It, that it's, that is terrifying to me. Look at that scene again here. The boy here come running, and then the dad lifts him up like that. You see what I'm saying? Like the, he he didn't, he never he he never he didn't <laughs> he never didn't exist, right? That's I guess uh, how you do it. You could you could you could li you could live inside of this illusion. I mean that's the, that's the Matrix, right? That's what that is. Um, all right, it's just it's just so fucking bizarre. Oh, it's so bizarre. And we have some more. We're going to get to that Israeli company next. We're going over time a little bit here again, but I hope you're uh, enjoying this. I think it's important to see what these lunatics are trying to do, what they're trying to pull on us. And the allure, I mean, think of the mass, the mass man, the masses out there. Um, they will just, they will gobble this up. They will love this shit. They will be just utterly consumed by this, right? And I, I, I just think, again, if we can't, if we can do it, they will, they will be done. And there's no other way out of it. You just have to make a conscious, conscious choice that you're like, no, I'm not doing that. There are certain, excuse me, <laughs> there are certain limits <coughs> that you have to, that you like, you know, you have to draw that line in the sand and say, no, this is, we're, we're not doing that. Like, this is not happening. Um, just being trapped in that in that illusion or delusion, it, it's terrifying. Uh, Flying Dutchman with a Ninja Guinea says for our family and for our family and cause. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you for the support. Alex Tremo, uh, Tremo del Norte with the diamond says, uh, uh, was that man really the dad or one of Epstein's friends? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it, exactly. I mean, think about that too. All the all the nastiness and. You know, I, I know that these perverts and stuff, they probably want the real th They're going to have the real thing still, right? This is for, th th that's what I'm feeling too. They might experiment it early on, but like the elites and stuff, they will like, they're going to, they want to have the real, the real thing, right? Remember the scene in the Matrix, he cuts up this little bloody steak, like he sits inside of it and, and tastes it. And he's just like, all this is, is uh, synapses, you know, flying in my brain. It, there's, it's nothing more, but it's, but it's real to me. That's, it's, I'm exper I want that kind of thing. 
Uh, but the elite, they're going to want to have the real, the real stake, right? They're not, this is not for them. This is for uh, the plebes, for control. All right, so let me read this a little bit here. This is the Israeli company. I want to show you this. And then we'll take a look at some of their videos that they have uh, attached to their uh, project. Um, Viar Imaging. Very interesting. Uh, Ultra-wide broadband imaging startup raises $45 million. I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, what's his name again? His YouTube channel? Uh, TMZ? Uh, C, sorry. TMC. Uh, on uh, on YouTube. Uh, someone alerted me to... I think it's on, on DLive. The uh, Patriots, Patriots Soapbox. They have a channel here. They do some good stuff. There's some good people on there that cover some good things. Um, and someone alerted me to the videos. He has a show on there. Uh, I, I guess once a week or maybe twice. Uh, showed me uh, his YouTube channel, and he covers some of these things. Some of the links that we've gotten here were tips that I got from TMC in, in his show. So just a shout out to him regarding like some of these uh, stuff that will, some of the things that we have looked at and covered, and some of the things we'll get into as well. Uh, but he does some good stuff on this, uh, and he's covered ultra wide broadband quite a bit in some of the recent shows that he did. I saw that on his uh, YouTube channel. Uh, but anyway, let me let me read this, and then we'll take a look at a couple of videos from. Um, uh, Viar, the company, 3D Imaging RF Sensor Company, a radio frequency sensor company, Viar Imaging Limited from Tel Aviv, Israel, has ra has raised $45 million in a Series C round of financing. Viar's 3D ultra-wide uh, ultra -wide broadband radio sensors provided the ability to look into and beyond solid objects and sense material composition and have multiple potential applications. From health, smart home, through to autonomous driving, uh, driving and defense. This is you can as you you have greater accuracy when you drop the white phosphorus. For example, the latest round was led by Walden Riverwood and ITI with additional funding from Caltech, and followed on investment from Battery Ventures, Bezerman Ventures, Israel Clantech, uh, Clean Clean Tech, Israel Clean Tech Ventures, and Amiti bringing total capital raised to date to 79 million. You know, think about this stuff too. Like, I mean, this is one company, this is small potatoes, right? But it's like, we can't even have a credit card processor for talking about some of this, this kind of stuff, right? Of what they're doing, the global vision for the planet, their hatred of, of uh, people of European descent, what they're doing to us and, and that kind of stuff, right? No hatred. No, uh, no, no violence, no terrorism, nothing. We just talk about our opinions, analyze the news, look at what's going on. Some of these companies that are building like a demonic system to get to just yeah, just raise seventy nine million dollars. Just yeah, easy, no problem. It's it's tr it's truly, it's truly just sickening fucking times. Sorry for cussing, but it's just like it's it's disgusting to think of it, of these monsters. These pedophiles at the very top of our societies are running free, and you know the Epstein's and the whole network that he was connected to—they're just doing their shit, while people who just mildly oppose them are being shut down. It's it's incredible. Million billions—they're dealing with hundreds of billions. These companies, the Googles, the Facebooks—they're how they're tracking you, monitoring you. Watching you, learning, studying you, learning everything they can about you on every aspect, down to your now, the the, the frequencies and chemicals that you, that your neurons emit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything. Viar said it would use the money to grow its global team 
broaden its sensing product offering and expand it into new industries. The company was originally started with the goal of using radio wave imaging technology to see into human tissue to detect early stage breast cancer. Viar sensors is an IC containing dozens of transceivers that transmit on wide and flexible frequency bands. It is able to receive, analyze, and create high-resolution 3D images. Viar sensor create a 3D image in real time without the use of a camera. These sensors can see through solid objects, map large areas, and can be used in privacy-sensitive locations where optics cannot. Keep that in mind too. Providing a look beyond human vision. Viar's sensors have expanded across industry sectors, including smart home, automotive, retail, robotics, medical construction, agriculture, and more. Lip Bhutan, chairman of Walden International and managing director of WRV, said, Viar's technology has disruptive potential across a myriad of different industries. Viar is growing fast, and we look forward to helping Viar impact the automotive and smart home industries in, similar, uh, in a similar way. So here's their website. Let me pull that up here. Viar Limited. Let me just look around here a little bit. One sensor, infinite opportunities, a leader in 4G imaging sensors straight out of Tel Aviv. Our intelligent sensors can see through walls and objects and track and map everything happening in an environment in real time. Everything. Everything happening in an environment in real time. Our chip covers imaging and radar bands from 3 gigahertz to 81 gigahertz. That's, uh, that's fast. That's getting up that. Uh, with up to 72 transceivers and an integrated high-performance DSP. Low-cost and multifunctional, offering an affordable sensing solution for a variety of applications. Protecting privacy. Oh, good. Listen to that. They're protecting, our, they're protecting our privacy, boys and girls. Unlike other products that rely on cameras and optics, VR sensors don't collect any optical data, protecting privacy. So, yeah, so basically just because we're watching a different frequency and actually don't pap into the the optical range, it's it's private. We can literally like scan your dick with these frequencies, but you know, it's private because we didn't use a camera doing it. This is so dumb, it's, it's incredible. And backdoors, of course, absolutely. You guys know it's backdoors. That's all, everything out of Tel Aviv right now. The Belt and Road Initiative are working with China. Israel is at the forefront, the cutting edge of all this stuff. Our low cost, high performance, multifunction. We're transforming and look at some of these things. We'll, we'll click into some of these things, but how they can uh, scan. I'm going to automotive here. Let me see. We're going to look at a couple of videos here too, but yeah, they can like scan and everything, like everything, everything they can scan. Automotive. The baby didn't know she'd been left in the car, but the car knew and more. Safety starts here. We've taken the most advanced 4D imaging MIMO radar system and brought it into the automotive world, making highways safer without compromising privacy. Of course, of course. is that why you connect to your uh, WISE, right? WISE, another Israeli company. You have it on your smartphone. It tracks your smartphone all the time. Thereby, when you're in your car driving, it knows everything, tracking everything, taking all the data. Meet Viar's intelligence automotive sensors, global frequency bands, 60 gigahertz to 79 gigahertz, thousands of virtual channels, wide field of view on both axes, high resolution, angular distance, evolution kit and SDK available. Oh, good. Learn more about our solutions. Let's take a look at a couple of videos here. Via automotive video, take one. Action! This car has the Vire automotive sensor. It's amazing. 
multifunctional, and affordable. It's that small. The virus sensor uses a high-resolution 4D point cloud, which works without the use of any cameras, so personal privacy is always protected. It's even unaffected yeah, right. by line of sight. In the cabin, virus sensor monitors what's happening in each seat, and even the footwells. It distinguishes between a baby and an adult, a passenger or an object, and sends seatbelt alerts only to the ones who need them. It recognizes if a passenger is out of position and will prevent the worst, ensuring that a baby is never left in the car. In the event of a collision, the sensor identifies posture and dimensions of the passengers, allowing optimized pretension for seatbelts and safer airbag deployment, and will automatically. <laughs> Butcher Wings says, even works on Saturdays. <laughs> send an e call with vitals. Outside the car, the virus sensor protects you by detecting and classifying obstacles, which makes parking a breeze. No matter how tight the spot it does is. It for you. With complete 360-degree obstacle detection in AEB, keeping everyone safe and intruders away. Hey, buddy, keep walking. All this amazing capability amazing. is packed into this. A powerful dual-band chip with up to 48 transceivers thoroughly tested for CPD, SBR, and mass production readiness. This sensor could do all that and more on autonomous cars i mean listen to that music though how can you i mean how do you not want this school buses public buses trains or planes because the sensor uses radio waves it works in all weather conditions including bright sunlight fog mud rain or even complete darkness can replace several sensors, enable OTA updates, and reduce wiring. Let uh, let Israel put all the sensors that you need in your car, and you hook it up with OnStar and all that good stuff. And what could what could possibly go wrong? Saving money. All you need is this multifunctional, affordable, mass production ready, intelligent automotive sensor. Vyar. All right, good stuff, folks. Hope you're ready for this. It's happening. It's rolling out right now. Your car knows if you left your baby uh, in there. It'll arrest arrest you right away. Now I have a couple of videos. Let me click in on their uh, their YouTube channel here. Uh, the retail video. That's right. This one. Let's check out this one. Uh, this was kind of uh, kind of interesting. Uh, a couple of videos here. We're going to look at. Here we go. Here's more Vyar's um, retail stuff. Here. How well do you know your store? Retailers often lack information on their products and customers. Stores are full of unrealized sales opportunities that go unnoticed every day. So how do you find them? Viar's intelligent IoT sensors will tell you what's really going on. Internet Turn of things. your store into a smart store. Track what's happening on each shelf in real time. Map how shoppers navigate through the aisles. Identify hotspots and dead zones around the store. At the checkout, if lines are too long, automatically alert cashiers to open more registers. 
Viar's retail solution will analyze sales conversion funnels and shopper behavior. Just maximize every sale, just squeeze everything you can out of that. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just, uh, I don't know. It will monitor inventory and tell you when it's time to restock. Analyze performance on the store level or compare across the organization. All of these insights are delivered through a customizable dashboard that can monitor KPIs and create benchmarks. You'll also receive real-time alerts in the palm of your hand. Best of all, no cameras are involved, so privacy isn't a concern. Vire sensors aren't just affordable, they'll also make you more profitable. Vire for retail. More profitable. No more, sell more. All right, hope you enjoy, enjoy that. All right, we have more here. Uh, 3D technology. I think this is one of their earlier videos here by finding things out. This kind of, I, I guess explains the back end uh, or, or just did the over kind of overview of it here. More uh, fantastic music coming up. So get ready. We'll look at your tits for free. Contamination. <laughs> Folks, all knowing, all knowing, omnipresent. They're building God. They're building God, folks. With that music, though, I mean, how can you how can you say no, right? How can you say no? Uh, let me check their uh, YouTube channel here, chat, and we'll see what else you want to play from here. I haven't seen all of them. But yeah, retail was good. The auto uh, thing was good. Viar's 40 imaging radar sensor for in-car ADAS safety. Uh, so a lot of it is automotive, which of course has to do with tracking and sh maybe you know shutting down vehicles and things like that. I'm sure that this is a big part of it too. Uh, you know, you have a day, you've said something they don't like, you, you won't be able to start your car. Uh, you disobey, uh, you don't get that UBI. Viar Home prevents and reduces falls. Let's look at that one. Hi, I'm Jonathan. This is Viar Home. Here's what it can do in a senior living facility. You place it on the wall and it monitors health and safety in each room. It uses no wearables, no cameras, no buttons. It detects if anyone has fallen and immediately calls for help. Bayar Home scans any room 24-7 for continuous protection. It monitors ongoing activity. Straight, straight into the uh, Israeli server backbones, which is connected to the Mossad. To prevent falls and alerts you about changes in a resident's health or behavior patterns. It displays all of this on a dashboard that gives you the status on all of your rooms at once and uses this data to both alert if a problem has occurred in any room in real time and provide preemptive indicators of health deterioration. The facility dashboard gives you important data analytics, like when the latest fall occurred, the average response time it takes to get to a resident, and the number of falls that occurred in the facility. By our home, protect your residents and your facility. Protect your residents and So in other words, you'll be moving into a smart home you know, since you'll know, since you'll own nothing, uh, but you'll be happy, according to the World Economic Forum, in the future, 
this will be these will be pre-installed in uh, in uh, the whatever apartment that you uh, rent, and it will just go straight in, right? Virus automotive child presence detection in car sensing demo. Uh, yeah, here's a retail. We saw some of that. Uh, excuse me while I just kind of look around here a little bit. Smart building solutions. Maybe we should look at this one. Uh, we'll take a look at a couple of these here more. A truly smart building won't turn the lights off on you in the middle of a meeting. It'll always find you an available workstation, and there aren't any cameras to invade your privacy. In fact, upgrading to but, a truly... Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, sure, okay, I get it. Like, you have to say this and shit like that, but it's like... You're literally scanning everything, including down to the health uh, uh, levels, respiration, heartbeat, uh, emotional impact, and uh, like or emotional state. Uh, but you still try to say that there's not a privacy issue. I mean, this is <laughs> lies to invade your privacy. In fact, upgrading to a truly smart. Oh, but it's. Oh, but it's not a camera. You can't. You can't see anything with it. Building will pay for itself. Viar's sensors enhance your smart building solutions by detecting and tracking people anywhere in the office in real time, protecting privacy, and working in all lighting conditions. Here's what they're used for. Hot desking. Find a free workstation for each team member without any effort. Conference room occupancy. Always know which meeting rooms are occupied or vacant. Staff utilization. Make the most out of your maintenance team's time. Energy <laughs> efficiency. Control energy consumption. Uh, what are you doing at the in the toilet there? Safety. Slave. Maintain social distancing guidelines and monitor building. Oh, and there it is. There it is. <laughs> I didn't know that. The of course, they're going to use this for the fucking COVID bullshit as well. Monitoring social distance. Have a robot tell them if you wear a mask or not. Consumption and reduce power bills. Safety. Maintain social distancing guidelines and monitor building occupancy. Oh, Security. Receive intruder alerts for unwanted visitors and restricted zones. Viar's sensors are easily integrated into any building. Warning, there's a Palestinian in the room. gathered by one intelligent radar sensor that uses 4D imaging technology for a complete snapshot of your building status. Because buildings that know, grow. Uh, all right. I, I, I believe you. Is this the video? I think this one. Yeah. Oh, smart home automation sensor. Let's look at this one here. Hi. I'm Yael from VR Imaging. VR develops 3D imaging devices that create a 3D image of the world around you in real time, utilizing dozens of antennas on the one chip. We're setting up some demos. And we're ready to go. What you see here is location detection. Our device can even identify a person's body position. or alert you if someone has fallen. <laughs> yeah. It works in smoke, steam, or darkness. Unlike a camera, it doesn't take pictures and protects your privacy. <laughs> yeah. It can differentiate yeah. between many people. You're repeating that lie. Even when close together. The device can pick up even minute changes, such as a person breathing, or two people breathing next to each other, Ugh. in different positions. 
Missionary. And send an alert if someone stops breathing. What you saw here today was one device that can replace the capabilities of numerous sensors. The same device can be applied for fall detection and elderly care, for smart home security and automation, for in-car monitoring and automotive, for retail applications, and many more things that we can't even imagine. So stay tuned. Can't even imagine. Viar, ima imaging at your fingertips. All right, I think that's enough Viar for now. We might return to this company, but of course, uh, straight, out of, uh, straight out of Tel Aviv, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We've gone over our time here a little bit, but I'm going to wrap up shortly. A couple of more things I want to show you. Microwave near-field imaging in real time. Um, out of uh, McMaster's University, the Department of Electric and Computer Engineering. Just to give you an idea of, of you know, how, what, what, it, what it can look like um, on the back end as well. These are like luggage inspection applications. It's already, I mean, the, the, the uh, uh, what are they called again? The, the Michael Chertoff's, uh, uh, you know, cancer radar devices that they installed in all the airports after 9-11, of course. That's, that's already kind of part of this and what they do and how they map and imaging and stuff. And it says, oh, it's just uh, my back, background micro radi microwave radiation uh, scattering or something. It's it's totally safe, right? But they can, like, they can go into different layers. Like they can take away skin, they can take away clothes, they can take away uh, fat or musculature or bone. They can, like, they can hone in on different aspects of it. Um, which of course is to it's totally not an invasion of privacy uh, on top of it as, as well when you can like take away uh, uh, you know clothes layer and stuff like that right but yeah here's the machines right so they're doing some of this already uh, but just to give you an idea of like what they can do uh, let me see was this the document where they had it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of science uh, <laughs> a lot of science going on there um, no this is a diff this is a different. Uh, holy shit, look at that gun. 6x16 array. Um, this is a different uh, document. I, anyway, I quickly want to show you that regarding like how they can, what they can do uh, just with microwave near-field imaging and stuff like that too. And of course, you can imagine in the future the applications, right? Uh, a couple of stories here before we round off. Uh, New York Police Department to deploy robotic dog, uh, robotic dog to combat criminals, right? We've, we've talked about this. The big dogs, as they call them, or these are smaller uh, actually, the big dog was the early Boston Dynamics uh, development that they were working on. Then they ended up doing a smaller one called Spot. Uh, and I believe, at least for a while, Google bought up Boston Dynamics and they worked together for a long time and Google attained a lot of that technology. Uh, but this is the kind of stuff that will be uh, policing you in the future. Imagine all the sensors that it can have, in, in, you know, connecting with all the uh, uh, different uh AI systems out there and just have access to everything. Let's just, anyway, let's just take a look at this video. See what they see what they got for us here. At New York Presbyterian Hospital, home of Columbia and Wild Cornell doctors. We're we getting an ad first here. Let me, uh, let me lower that a little bit. Uh, while we're waiting for a spot, New York Police Department's new dog to pop up here. Uh, all right, come on, over over with the ad. Here we go. Exclusive, and we're getting a look at the NYPD's newest crime-fighting tool, a robotic dog. This dog it can be sent to dangerous situations and help protect officers. I want to reporter Kimberly Richardson shows us exactly how it works. There's a new dog in town, an NYPD canine archer. Uh, isn't quite <laughs> sure what to wow. make of it. This clever. is going to save lives. It's going to it's going to protect people. It's going to protect offices, and that, that's our goal. Its name is Digidog, weighing 70 pounds. It's 
It's able to run about three and a half miles per hour, but that's not all. Check this out. We got an exclusive look at what this futuristic four-legged being can do. Yes, it goes upstairs. This robot's able to use its, uh, you know, uh, artificial intelligence to kind of navigate through very complex environments. Deepu John says it's as simple as playing a video game. He's with the NYPD's Technical Assistance Research Unit. It's one of many officers trained to operate the robo dog. It is covered with cameras and lights, which allows police to get a real-time look at things. We can send it into complete darkness and we get an idea of what's going on inside. There it is. It was yellow at the time. In Brooklyn in October, a shooting suspect had barricaded himself in a home. Then in Queens, Digidog was back at it at this tent scene where two armed men were holding five hostages in a home. The suspects had a request. People wanted food, so we strap food onto it, sent it into the location. Digidog is also <laughs> capable of two-way communication. Amazing. If an officer needs to talk with the suspect, he or she can. Watch this. Hello, are you there? Yes, this is the NYPD. In January, uh, an arm's coming out, so Amazing. it'll be able to open doors and move objects. But doors... For now, this is the department's only robot dog during this test phase. It's only been used a few times, but officers are hoping to add more. Convince Digidog has a bright future here. All right, so you know, you know what's, you know what's coming. Shut up. You know uh, where this will go. In the future, it will be too, uh, simply too dangerous uh, for uh, human officers, especially white ones, I would assume. Uh, to police certain areas, to be just, you know, we, we need to replace these people. We need to have uh, robots that do this and they need to do it right. They, they won't have any bias, we promise. Just roll out these robots, Robocop, and these different dogs and stuff. And then combine it with all the madness that we've seen with like sensors and knowing everything and everywhere and pre-crime and all this crazy shit, right? So it's being, it's being rolled out. Uh, right now. It's it's incredible. Flying Dutchman with a Ninja Guinea says, we can't afford to have any more of our people flee from reality. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is, all of this is, is a, the ultimate escape from uh, from reality. Um, it, it's, it's scary. But, um, you know, we just, if these people want to go into that world and, 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 you know, do their thing, then so be it then. I mean, you have to have some kind of like semblance of understanding of where this is will be, well, this where this will be going and how this will be developing. Sadly, though, it will be targeted towards kids and it will be computer game upgrades and you don't even need any controls anymore and it'll be fantastic and just, you know, your device senses you everywhere and shit like that. It's going to be rolled out. Uh, there's no question about it. But some days I just feel, you know what, you just like, just want to buy like a farm somewhere just way out on the countryside somewhere just far away from all this bullshit i know we need to form community i know we need to like get together we need to be in you know certain selected spots around in the west and and hold the territory and just make sure that this shit doesn't get there but at least for now the sad reality is it will at least initially uh but then at the end of the day there has to be law uh lines drawn in the sand where we just don't let some of this technology in i mean i i, I just i don't know there's no there's no other way uh, michael with a diamond says uh, hail henrik hail our folk hail the gods thank you michael appreciate that hail to you as well sir always good to see you and with another diamond michael says this tech has great positive potential but and let me see if there's a follow-up to that um well maybe okay maybe there's not uh i would assume you mean 
But there's always uh, this downside. There's always there's always something that happens with it, right? There's always something that goes wrong. Every story that we've created in the last couple of decades about the technology has more than that. In fact, last century has has told us why. it's like every time it fails dramatically. And my point is, maybe it even will be designed to fail. Maybe that is maybe that's point of it or part of it, right? Alex Tremo with a diamond says. Uh, these maps sure love mapping. There you go. Thank you, Alex. Danish Warrior with a diamond says, six months substrate today. Appreciate all your work. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Danish Warrior, uh, it was good to have you here. Mr. Ninja Berg with a diamond says, just wait until they put the guns on Digidog. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, they have the, those already. Maybe we'll do a segment on that too. We'll look at some of the Boston Dynamic uh, robotics and where they're developing that. You know, the, the different robots that are able to run and stuff like that. And you can just imagine. The thing is, they want the they won't need to have a dog a dog a uh, a gun on some of these dogs just imagine sharp uh sharp slashing instruments or even blunt ones right i mean they'll just they'll just cut you in 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 two two halves like right away or stick you right in the right place uh they don't even need if they can get close enough they just slash you they just rip you up they just make you hurt so bad you you you're you're incapacitated um, I mean, the Terminator series have kind of shown that a little bit too, but I'm sure, I mean, obviously, I'm sure they will be putting all kinds of manners of uh, weaponry on these kinds of things in the in the future. Uh, Whitey's Mighty with the Diamond says, unfortunately, the dog is BLM and Antifa blind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, these biases that they claim exist, you know, within the police department of stuff will have to be unprogrammed or reprogrammed in the right way, which means... These things will walk around and police like white privilege and stuff like that. And you can't do this. You got to do. I mean, this is insanity, right? There's no end in sight to how, how just like, just insane this will be getting in the future. Blas de Lezo with a diamond or Lizo. Uh, more tech, more hacks. Absolutely. I mean, that's part of it too. And keep that in mind too. More people then will hack into these systems. They will uh, hijack these signals. They will know more things. They could be utilized by. I mean, I think it's bad enough already. Already, obviously, with government agencies, with military and stuff like that, uh, or some of these companies even. Uh, but even rogue groups and stuff like that will do, will do that as well. Um, all right, boys and girls. Hope you enjoyed the show today. We're going to wrap up right there. Uh, we do have some more sto stories I have to cover. COVID, uh, some of the COVID updates in the next Flashback Friday. Uh, that's coming up here on Friday, obviously, 5 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Central European time. We'll talk about um, uh, Bill Gates talking about new lockdowns. Uh, there's a new strain of coronavirus popping up conveniently as the vaccine is being rolled out. Uh, we had a huge hack with uh, a vulnerability that was uh, had in a specific software provided by SolarWinds that happened right on the day of the uh, solar eclipse, by the way. But very interesting. Uh, sure, it's not uh, relate, not not related at all to that. Solar winds on the day of the solar eclipse had a huge, uh, you know, problem with it. All these uh, government systems and websites were down and stuff like that. They rebooted a lot of stuff, which always kind of is a tell that they're like they're applying in the new app. They're applying something else. They're doing a new patch for something, right? Um, also, we've had some uh, interesting uh, transgender activists calling for children to be put on puberty blockers. Uh, until they can determine identity. We'll talk about that. Uh, YouTube has a Streamy Awards. Uh, tweeted that out the other day. Uh, crazy stuff regarding that same uh, same thing. Uh, China is at it again, of course. Um, CCP, 
they're in bed with Israel, of course, but they've had a lot of uh, interesting things uh, developed there. Um, they're deploying, they're training military in at Canada, China as tr training Chinese pilots at Canadian uh, military bases in in Alberta. It, it's just fucking nuts, right? Completely nuts. All right. Anyway, let me uh, check the uh, DLive here. Oh, Entropy. Sorry about that. I should have checked that sooner. Sin, sink, uh, Cynic, I think it is, with two uh, Cs at the end for five, says, uh, literally double think at work. We know where you are at all times, protecting your privacy. The word privacy just loses all meaning. War is peace, freedom is slavery. Uh, should we add surveillance is privacy to the list? Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what we can do. It's it's absurd that they can say just because you have you know no optical lens then that's protecting privacy while they're scanning <laughs> everything. And they can see way more that they can with an optical lens. It's it's doublespeak. It's 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 beyond um it's beyond insanity. Thank you. Uh Cynic, I appreciate that. Uh over on Entropy Stream. Let me open up the chest here, boys and girls, and then we'll do that as a last thing, and then we'll wrap up. Um Hope you enjoy the show. We have much more of these kinds of things to cover. Uh, in fact, I have way more in uh, in kind of an archive file, really, of stuff to cover there. Let me add in a couple of more lemons uh, in the chest as well. Another 600. We have 1.1k in there, distributing those right now. Uh, so heads up on that. Uh, in the meantime, of course, if you do want more, RedEyesMembers.com. Join us over on the members' website. We have multiple ways you can sign up. Still, do it while you can. We need your help. We need your support. We need you to come back as uh, subscribers as well, because we lost those recently. I've mentioned it many times, but we have new people tuning in uh, all the time, so make sure to hammer that point. Uh, we have some new cool updates coming to the members' website as well. A lot of new uh, features being uh, going to be rolled out and stuff like that, so heads up on that. We are going to improve things uh, for sure uh, over the uh, over the next, uh, hopefully, couple, uh, couple of months or so here. Uh, all right, top five on DLive. History and Truth, number one, Mr. Ninja, Ninja Berg, number two, uh, former Mr. Nosberg. Carve uh, Kaki, number three, Magnus von Tula, number four, and William Shear, number five. Thank you so much to all of you, and thank you to everyone else as well donating over on DLive uh, for joining us here to, today. Thank you to those who sent on Entropy Stream as well. And as always, special shout out, of course, to our members for uh, joining us here today. Uh, we really appreciate it. Chat, we'll see you guys uh, soon here then. Flashback Friday back soon uh, with much more coming up. So, uh, join us then. Thank you, Cherry uh, Phosphate, as well for that diamond. Appreciate it. I will see you guys soon. Take care. Stay safe. Chin up. Chin up. Keep fighting. And we'll make some dents in this demonic system that they're building. We'll see you Friday. Do you love red eyes? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.